0: The West is decadent, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The Mini Show. My name is James, joined, as always, by Henry. Also, special guest Tom for the Bond series. And today, we are talking about Octopussy, released in 1983. So this is the sixth Roger Moore Bond film. And I'm tempted to say the best. Is that... What do you think? <laughs> I, you know, back. I was, I, when I was watching this, I was kind of thinking a similar thing. You know, I, the thing that I really disliked when I'm watching this is nothing to do with the film. It's the fact that this is such a over hated Bond film. And I think it's just because he's a clown for five seconds and everyone pisses on it. It's ridiculous.
1: And he does a Tarzan scream for two seconds.
0: Well, that is, that was quite silly. I no, haven't... no,
1: no. I have an explanation. That's
0: like akin to the, um, it's yeah, the, yeah, the uh, slide uh, whistle, slide whistle. Yeah, exactly. No,
1: no, no, it's not, it has a purpose, I think, or at least the it has a, def- a defense. defense
0: no, but anyway, regardless, um, this is just, I forgot how much stuff happens in this film. This is, uh, uh I <laughs> I just, um, it's just pure entertainment, um, like very much the opposite of uh, Furei's Only, um, I. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Moonraker, as, as everyone knows. And, I am i mean, we'll get to the rankings. Although, to be fair, you two love it more, so I think this will end up winning over it. But still, like... Uh, uh, Tom, this is your favourite Bond film, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, and has been uh, almost constantly since I first saw it for my ninth birthday. Um, oh. It's... Uh, yeah, I love it. After Fury's only brought james bond back down to earth and six feet under again i think this film had to like resurrect it a bit and like one and like yeah it's my favorite what can i say
0: yeah i mean this this i think really plays to all of roger Moore's strengths and i think by this point he absolutely had basically nailed his portrayal of james bond yeah um and and the the film had completely worked around him as well, and it, you can really tell, especially the people who they cast around him to bounce off of. Yeah, you're very be, much so. You'd um, be surprised John...
1: actually, because this film was uh, there was another Bond actor called James Brolin who they thought was going to actually take on the mantle. So he was actually doing tests and stuff for this film, and yeah. But Roger Moore ends up taking it, so make of that what you will. But I do think the film is best around like Roger Moore completely.
0: Mm. Yeah, exactly. This, this I mean, they, I mean, they fully embraced, you know, his style, and obviously they just, yeah. yeah, build everything around him, which is fantastic. Even though he is getting on a little bit by this point, like visually, you know, aging quite quickly. Yeah. I don't think too much. Like, it's not he's... too much because they don't. I mean, there's have... a bit, there's a part in the film where he's actually like you know, shirtless, and you know, it's not, he's, he's in good, decent shape for however old he was in this film. Uh, not how old was he in this film, Tom? Do you know?
1: Uh, he would have doing. been maybe 52, I'm guessing, because he was 54 in a musical wasn't he? Yeah, that
0: was really, was he? That's right. I thought he was older yeah. for some reason.
1: He wasn't in his like. He 60s. looks. He looks. I'm not so sure. Older.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's just vision. It's just his face, though. His face is like very like leathery, you know, like as it as it ages. So you know, um, but nevertheless, I mean, he gives a, an absolutely fantastic performance in this film. Um, one thing I I was really uh, concentrating on actually watching it last night was the plot and how yeah. well that actually all adds up. The yeah. plot's actually I mean, very sound. Yeah, it's a sound plot, but it admittedly it is sometimes hard to follow, especially when it comes to the egg that's, like, bouncing around for a lot of the film. The because egg is... Especially the most confusing part for me for the longest time was when uh, the egg, the the, the guy where um, Stephen Barkov's character destroys the egg thinking it's a fake, even though it's the real one. And, like, um, Louis Jourdan's character doesn't actually, like... He, he's like reacts like he knows it's the real one, but he doesn't tell him that beforehand. And it's like then they kind of forget about the egg. Well, hang place. on a minute. All of destroys the real egg. Yeah.
1: Does he? Yeah. Um, I once watched someone go through it, but like, I, I've always thought it was the fake because. It must be the fake. No, but be Bond's, no, but that's the thing. Bond took that's... the
0: real egg, right? In, during the auction. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's the one that you put the microphone in.
1: No, no, because when he comes, oh no, he would have the real one because like, yeah. my security and yours. And then, like, he has the egg. With yeah, that's the why
0: they're constantly going after it because they want, they need the real one back. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, they need
0: the real one back, but Bond goes and hands in the real, like, M tells Bond to hand in the real one. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. Before he yeah, goes, to the India. fake. I know, but they have right? the fake one. They've the British government only has one egg. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, but that means no. That's the they one. don't. They have.
0: Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Now I'm confused. It goes on the real egg, right? And and like you see in Q's lab, you know, it is the genuine one, and that's the one they put the mic in. And then by some yeah, 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 Microphone. Uh, from... Anyway, we're getting a bit. Uh, yeah, but, but 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 M tells Bond to hand in. Uh, you know, it's government property now, right? Remember. Mm. He and, no, there's the only two in this film. There's the real one and the fake one. The fake one, um, Kamal Khan has, and Bond has the real one. And so technically, but eventually, get... Kamal Khan and Olaf have both. Don't no, they, they don't. He ta- he takes it. He got it during the auction, remember? Because he switched it with the fake one. No, but they have both because um, Magda lifts it out of his jacket. Remember? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But she takes it later. But that's after he's put the tracker in it. That's why. He yeah, yeah, that's it. right. That's why he doesn't care. So, so that real, can't so be a real, so real one, one, though, because M. I think Q made a. Well, I don't know. Q if... didn't make a fake one because you can't yeah. make it that quickly. So M takes the real one off of him so that Q can make something small enough to put in it. That's why he demonstrates it to him later. Otherwise, he doesn't, he doesn't take this... it off
1: him, though, because he says sign a shit for that egg. It doesn't yeah, that's it, right. Him. Yeah. Okay, that's well, awesome. regards
0: the government has the real one. Kamal Khan has the fake one, right? There are only two eggs. And and it makes more sense that it's the real one because Louis Jordan, um, Kamal Hutt, you know, <laughs> this is
1: like he, in, it, Inception levels of like, is it real? or Yeah, not? exactly.
0: He <laughs> he has like you know a reaction to it, like like almost like you know like oh no, man, like because it's the real one. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: I've heard someone else say that though, like. Kamal Khan is so taken with the fake that he thinks he can like sell it on as if it's real. And then he well, I mean, this is like, the thing
0: that this, this egg ultimately doesn't really matter in the long run because it's not about it costs that. 009 his life, though. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> he died for a fake egg, man.
1: <laughs> I think, I think this, like, um, another great thing about this f- film we have to mention is it's the first one really that doesn't <clears throat> have to like. Doesn't try anything new, like
2: mm. it doesn't don't like try do to anything be clever.
1: It does yeah, it doesn't try to like redefine or like do it mm. some genre jumping thing. Mm. And it's it's just like does really good action, plays to all of Roger Moore's strength, tries to get good characters and have a solid plot. And I think it really shines in that because you know they were trying to I don't know what they were trying to do, but like they were yeah, trying to I think we try to say, it doesn't
0: try and do anything too special or too out there. It just just um, everything in this film. All the ingredients are, are solid. There's nothing. I don't watch this film and think, ah, oh, that was a bit weak. That was, you know, like nothing yeah. that didn't work. Everything is like to a good standard. Nothing's exceptional either. It's just all work very well knitted together. I think I
1: think if I was to show curious.
0: someone a yeah. Bond film or if someone wanted to get to know Roger Moore's Bond, I'd I'd be tempted to show them this. Um, or if someone if someone asked me, why do you think Roger Moore's the best Bond? I would be tempted to show them this film. I think this is just where you get the best of Roger Moore's Bond, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. It's so quotable. Um, yeah. Well, well let's get into it then, down. and we can comment on uh, along the way. Now, okay, first of all, we have possibly the best opening to a Bond film ever. Yeah, so... Okay. Uh, i mean okay so he's they are in spain right
1: no they're in cuba yeah i was
0: gonna cuba. say like oh, it's cool. those outfits man and the mustaches you know like, they beard.
1: literally have like a fake fidel castro there at one point
0: yeah <laughs> yeah okay so <laughs> okay so the film opens in cuba and Bond is going undercover as uh, toro sounds like a loaded bull mm-hmm. and uh He's given a fake moustache, of course, you know, marches in and you've just got all the little mannerisms, you know, when he's walking through the checkpoint and he, you know, flicks the guy's, uh, Poster, just those little yeah. things, just like, you know, I don't know. There's like just a little extra anyway. So he goes in, he's saluting and then like, yeah, you plants know, a bomb, plants yeah. a bomb. Uh, he gets caught out and he's, oh, uh, you're a Toro too, small world, you know? Yeah. like, um, Yeah. His, his doppelganger pops up the guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was young, I always thought, wow, it looks exactly the same, but I watched it last night. I'm like, nah, actually they are. Yeah. It's not like they're, yeah, clones or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, so then Bond uh, Bond gets captured. So he's relying on the uh, the help of his beautiful assistant there. Who uh, ah, I don't know. This this scene is just This is just already It's just straight in there. Roger Moore's doing all the facial acting, you know. Yep. And what I found funny as well is um they go quite PG for the first half of this film in terms of kills. Like he doesn't really kill anyone actually. He's so like he kills you know, a whole warehouse full of people, but you know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, not directly actually. I mean. Not directly. He tries right. to, but I mean, because, okay, so first of all, he he could have, I mean, this, if this is like Daniel Craig, you know, it's like, okay, he's putting a bullet in both of those guards' heads, yeah, and also the guys driving the car. Instead, he pulls the parachutes, Roger Moore pulls parachutes, yeah. and then, like, shoots the tyres, and so they can fall into the chicken house. That's so, really
1: know. funny, by the way, like, yeah. when, I love it when, um, what's her name? I, I want to say Rita, but I don't think that's her name. Like, she, um, She's like showing her leg and stuff to the <laughs> very easily distracted guards, and then uh yeah, Roger. Uh, them, yeah. man. <laughs> when Roger, when Roger Moore gets in, like I love how the guy at the front's just like waving to her, and then yeah, yeah. vanishes. Yeah, Roger it. Moore's got a gun, and then like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, and then of course,
0: of uh, course, you know, they're they're, they're towing a uh, horse box. I think that's what they're mm-hmm. called cart, yeah, which contains. If I'm not mistaken, the world's smallest plane, certainly yep. at the yeah, time. A lot of them, I guess. Well, at the time, <laughs> I think it it actually was. Maybe they've developed small ones since.
1: The smallest manned plane, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Well, yeah. Like, like a, a flying, like for like flying shows, miss mm. Um, I mean, what what can we say about this man? It's like what I, what I particularly like about this um pre-title sequence the pre-credit sequence, is the fact that it has nothing to do with the rest of
1: the film. I well, actually, like... that's it really interesting. Without... That's yeah. really what? interesting, actually, because this yeah. film, this opening was actually originally intended for Moonraker, yeah, but they right. decided yeah. to um, put it for Octopussy, so that's probably why. But it's so yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah of like... course,
0: but I mean, yeah, mine, I, I, I like the fact that it doesn't tie into the rest of the film. For some reason, that feels very liberating, so it's like basically like a five-minute Bond film, almost. Mm-hmm. yeah that's of. that's how i treat this pre- and i i really like that actually i mean yeah i mean same could be said of any of them really like spy love me or moonraker but you know spy they I have characters the and plot. it plays into the plot later this is just a standalone sort of five minute short you know i really enjoy that
1: yeah this oh, yeah. is like so it's so simply it's so entertaining yeah. like i like, plane I like being well chased the, by a missile
0: yeah the the i think the effects actually aren't aren't too bad as well for mm, yeah yeah well, Very well, good. for him it, you know Given you know previous green screen errors and mm. uh, some of these, you know. Uh, yeah, I wasn't taken out of it at all. You know, they, well, they've they've firmly uh, you know got a grip on that by now. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, after he's blown everything up, you get the uh, just just the because I was kind of watching it. I'm like, I, I forgot this line is coming up, so I'm watching it, and then like, yeah, this is great, you know. But where's where's the humor? Where's Roger Moore's touch on it? You know, it's like I, I want to see, so, like, I'm waiting for something funny to happen, and then. You know, fill her up, please. Yeah, like, hello ta- He just tacks his rides like this. Yeah, thing. not even just a regular petrol station. It's like in the middle of nowhere, like farmer <laughs> yeah. guy, like, like that's sing, right. Just seeing a plane pull up to his like petrol station. I man. love
1: it. Yeah, it's yeah. a quintessential bomb, uh, Roger Moore line. Right? There, yeah, that's
0: that's Roger Moore in a <laughs> nutshell, in it? Um, and then we get the um song, of course. Uh, it's called All Time High, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, I'm glad they didn't try and shoehorn the word Dr. in the lyrics. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: performed by... You're going to have to help me here. I forgot to look Read
1: Read to College, or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce the name. Uh, Alright, I'm just going to get that.
0: Not one of my favourites, to be honest. Probably, actually...
1: Yeah. One of the
0: weakest <laughs> ones, Of if anything. Um, I, th- I mean, I it's the ones between... The ones from, like spy love me to now just merge together for me to. you're right uh rita coolidge performed this one yeah um yeah not stand out for me uh, tell you but... what
1: there are two good things in this i think um mm. i really like um the cool visual bit where you get like the uh arms wrapping around james bond like uh i huh. think yeah, it's yeah. quite quite uh memorable i also well, really like a pair of
0: tits you get a big zoom in <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, and then you know like this this I don't know how unpopular of an opinion this is, but I'm glad they kind of got rid of the, like the silhouettes and shit, because this, this is like really awkward to watch, like when you're with someone else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, and, and uh, oh, oh, yeah. Like, um, but like but the, they uh... don't get rid of it, Henry. This is like this continues even into their Daniel Craig films. <sighs> well, it's
1: yeah, but it's, not
0: so, it's, it's a lot less tasteless. You can put it like that. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, it was yeah, I suppose. It was well, like, it's not it doesn't really. I mean, it's uh, like this yeah, is ninety percent of this one. one it's interesting. It? Craig films they pop up a lot more rarely, kind of.
1: To to pull it back, it's still into there, like it's still but yeah. There, this, it's this,
0: not... this is yeah, yeah. They're not. Yeah, it's like yeah. Anyway, anyway, pulling I don't know it back how, like, into... Gets, got into the cinemas like for kids, you know, like PG. Movies. Do you know what?
1: Actually, it was really interesting when when the film was like the PR marketing or something was being done for it. They did like a questionnaire, like a quiz. And they asked mm-hmm. these they asked these girls like um um if they'd watch a film called like Oct Most mm-hmm. of them said no. And then after being told like it's a James Bond film, they like reverse their decisions, mm-hmm. most of them. So that's quite funny. But like one thing I love in the song is like I don't know what mute instrument it is. It's like indian guitar or something but you get like some indian instrument like hints of it thrown in and that just gets me really excited for uh for like where we're going and you know the film in general so
0: i've got to say i mean it's worth pointing at this point since you mentioned the title of the film and because also we got a comment as well about like discussing the titles of films which uh i've never ever thought about honestly i i've always just accepted bond the titles of bond films for what they are but Octopussy is a really dumb, title. not only as a title yeah. of the film, but I mean the whole film in general, a lot of things that happen in it is definitely, I would say the most outrageous Bond film. <laughs> um, not in a bad way though. It's, d- it's well, done. In, I mean, in a good way, like, cause like we said before, it's, there's no, like nothing too flashy in this film. There's no Aston Martin DB five. There's not actually that many, like, you know, gadgets or anything. Um, it's just it's tastefully done, but it's still like they just do and say outrageous things, but yeah, it's sorry. never distasteful. No, wow, yeah. killing is distasteful. Yeah, so you know, but uh, well, like, <laughs> uh, are you saying like, well, w- w- if you could name it something else, what would you name it?
1: I would call it if probably of a Lady.
0: Yeah, that's what I was mm, going to say because
1: they reference it in this. I was thinking maybe Operation Trove or something like that. That sounds Trove. terrible. Just man. Have, yeah, that's like, so
0: boring, man. Imagine if you called Goldfinger Operation Grand Slam. Like I'd that do. could be all right, but like Operation Trove, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I think uh, I, I, I think all of... I don't. I've never considered. I mean, the only problem with some Bond titles is they're too long. Like on a You, could, it's blah, blah. you on see you what I mean? It's already a mouthful. The world though. is not enough. Like I don't like long titles, but I, I, I like. And actually, you've got like, for example, A View to a Kill. That doesn't even make
1: sense. But like, <laughs> do you know that that was even that was meant to be an even longer title yeah, called from a view to a kill but they like shortened it so
0: but i like bond films that can conti- for some reason i think it's cool when a bond film i mean most of the titles either contain gold kill or die right i think that that accounts for at least half of the bond titles and that's really cool hmm. um for me anyway well wow. uh. So anyway, uh Octopusy. Okay, so then we get to a scene, right? Um which is like dark as fuck, man. This could sit in like a horror film to be honest. Yeah. We have yeah. 009 being pursued by uh the knife twins. Uh mission Grish Grishka? Grishka, and Grishka Grishka, yeah. Yeah. Um which is very very like I I've, I've got to say by the way, another thing I noticed with this film upon re rewatching it last night was the music music's fantastic in this film yeah, yeah
1: uh, it's great. It? I really like the um I'll talk about how it's used later, but um this it's I'm so happy they went through it for like a more i know it aged well, and they just ditched the um eighties like synth music from Fear Eyes only inspired, loved me, and Spy who love me mm. I yeah not the music wasn't
0: as dated as in the other films I was noticing yeah. that. like it it was very like it fit the atmosphere of it more. Yeah, to be fair, eighty synth wouldn't really work well in India, would it? Yeah, I think that. The, I mean, a lot of things in this film actually age really well. Although, having said that, you don't see many films set in India, so it's it's probably um, benefits from that fact and probably plays. I mean, plays. Well, I don't know, the, man. speak for it, but... yourself. You haven't watched uh, thousands of Bollywood films. No, There's, I haven't. To be yeah. fair. Any uh, any Indian subscribers? Feel free to correct me. But, uh, anyway, so, but 009, man, he gets, um... He bites it. Yeah, like... It's very I, I harrowing. Just, I, love, I love this scene. I mean, if you just take this out of context and you show it to someone, just, like, five-minute clip, this it's, like, really dark and suspenseful, man. Like, the music's great. I mean, and what's happening is, like, genuinely, like, scary, man. This, this could fit in a horror film for sure. Um you know and it just sets that darker tone for like the film which is otherwise very light
1: I really like the um I don't know they already got you with a hook in the beginning with these the action and the jet but they mm-hmm. also they it's like they hook you again with like yeah. the, what's happening here and like what's going on I you feel bad about the guy though because he goes to the British embassy and then like the tosses there call, care more about the egg rather than like one of the oh, yeah. eight one of their agents in East Berlin, who's just like crashed through the door or something, and um, so yeah, and yeah, this is very harrowing actually. Like mm. when 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 the guy's like climbing a bridge and then if one mm-hmm. throws a knife, misses him belly, and the other guy just yeah, gets it. it's like yeah, he's yeah,
0: a- it's so well filmed that I really enjoy it, man. Um, okay, so then Bond rocks up to uh, to work and uh, he sees who he thinks is uh, money penny but in fact is uh miss penelope smallbone so uh yeah and uh you know there's a bit of banter there between him and and you know what i like at this point now money penny and well Lois maxwell and roger Moore are just aging at the right um mo- moment together they've come to a point where they actually not only look like they actually make a really great couple, but they almost start looking like each other as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I, mean? yeah I, I like because they always kind of look like Yeah, you're right in that. They, they look similar <laughs> enough. I like I just love like the banter they have with each other. It's just like, you know
1: mm. I like how they were able to like reference her aging without like
0: Yeah. In when
1: in a non intrusive way, like
0: in a very graceful manner.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah. Oh,
0: it was funny when she was like um you know, can't eat, say like, the same
1: about Q though later.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, like, with like when Bond says, you know, like, you know, she is everything, you know, um, and then like she finishes the sentence from yeah, like, that's right. like, I used to be, and like, I didn't say that. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's also ironic because Roger Moore's obviously uh aging like a pear as well at that moment, <laughs> so you know,
1: um, <laughs> aging but, like wipes,
0: yeah, but at the end of the day, um, we haven't really mentioned we we've kind of skipped over Roger Moore and Lois Maxwell's um chemistry in in their films they're fantastic together i think so um good.
1: they were know. yeah they were like friends really like i don't it was right. like it's very or just, uh,
0: authentic like, organic isn't it yeah anyway so bond uh, goes through the door and uh he meets m who is now officially uh oh what's the guy's name man
1: uh robert lee
0: Robert uh, Hargreaves. Har- uh, no, it does. Uh, uh, you're thinking Bernard Lee.
1: Oh, oh why yeah. am I so unprepared today,
0: <laughs> uh, The guy's name is because we're going to need to rank him. So Robert yes. Brown.
1: I don't think that. Brown. I, mean, I got it half of it at least. Yeah, so, it wasn't Harbridge because that was
0: his character's name. So yeah, so Bond, so Bond meets uh, not only uh, M and Ministry of Defence, but also jim fanning and uh you know there's a funny moment where the shake hands it's like jim james because uh you know if you as everyone knows every jim and jamie is is actually james in hiding so you know yeah. not many can bear the weight of such a name so you know
1: i like robert brown's m as well he's very like i don't know i think he's underrated he's like
0: yeah he's good um he doesn't put a foot wrong does he yeah, he's good, but I think it might be the fact that Bernard Lee was in, you know, eleven films. That just kinda of helps him a lot more. He's like he's just more yeah. of a familiar face, honestly. And um so anyway, so Bond and uh Fanning they Obviously, this is where we get the name drop, Property of a Lady, which was, of course, the title of one of Ian Fleming's novels, and Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully uh, a future Bond film. I'd really like it if they, I don't know why they haven't used that title yet, because it sounds cool, you know, Property of a Lady, it's like, you know, why not? Um, So, then, uh, we go and meet Goggle and Orlov and Ooh. a bunch of other russian shits yeah, and a lot of people with their uh, giant eyebrows that's
1: right <laughs> yeah you'd be surpri- you'd be surprised though cuz really I think the depiction in, in this one is very favorable to Russian, actually, because it's so it's everyone there is like reasonable. And then i are like, mm. talking about disarmament and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And all yeah, yeah. of the one who's like got the beer in his bonnet about everything. And like, that's right. He's like, he can't stand where he sees this going. And um, the set is really cool as well. Like, yeah. It's like, like the
0: rotating, yeah. Giant it's like some, meeting yeah. table and like a giant, cool. giant, like painting then, of Lenin, you know, yeah, Huge <laughs> hammer and sickle across the floor. That's and
1: right, then, yeah, and then a the giant
0: course. world map in uh colors of uh who's good <laughs> and who's
1: bad. Yeah. yeah, the rotation is really. I love how I mean, I just love how he has it prepared. Like, just yeah, 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 yeah. Off, I mean, because like, we've PowerPoint, seen Goggle,
0: yeah. we've seen Goggle in a few films by now, and it's like actually, this is the first time we see him sort of at his day job, and yeah. um. And then obviously you've got opposite him all of as well, who's like the actor's. He's he's like really overacting, but it it fits his character so well. It never takes me out. But he's just he's very animated. But yeah, I I buy into it totally. It's just it's, yeah. it's like <laughs> it's just like really pulls off like being insane, you know? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and obviously he goes on this uh, tyrannical rant about the West and you know how you know we shouldn't give up our power and stuff and divided. Exactly. Has no stomach to risk nuclear reprisals. And uh and then anyway, so so then we get to the auction. Um so oh. Bond and Fanning are there. They're like, you know, that's it's I like I love this scene actually. It's oh. just uh it's like something of a bygone era, isn't it? And it's um,
1: amazing, like um, cause I don't know. It they, this film a testament to this film's greatness, in my opinion, is the fact they managed to make an auction entertaining to watch. Like mm. oh, they, they managed
0: many get... and only falls
1: Yeah, that was just mm. comedy. Though in this, you had to yeah, have comedy for more suspense. you had to introduce a villain. You had like it's really yeah. great and like um, <laughs> it's yeah, love it because you have all the stuff going on, and then you just have this like fanning guy there yeah. having yeah. a having a like heart failure and stuff yeah yeah
0: i think having... you're right it's fantastic it's very well acted very well written there is suspense and tension in it um yeah like... and obviously it's very instrumental in the plot and it, and it displays bond you know his thinking on his feet his quick movements you know basically yeah so magic trick it. yeah, yeah so uh, I, I think there's I've so many prepared, ingredients yeah. you have bond you know eyeing up all the you know there are many women in here, you know, and all that. So yeah. it, it hits Hopefully all the right hits all the right notes in a in a tasteful way, as always. Um, and yeah, like I said, some you know Fannings, like you know,
1: he's the audience basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I love it. I love it. <laughs> and it's so um, it's so British as well because he's you know,
1: have you gone totally mad?
0: You know, <laughs> like to like this like completely like what the fuck are you doing, mate? <laughs>
1: we also um, get um introduced to the main villain, Kamal Khan, and uh, Magda as well, alongside. And um, I think Kamal Khan sells this scene as well, because you see him mil- more yeah. smouldering yeah, as, well, as, like... And one thing I want to say about Kamal Khan, he's like... He's most, probably the most refined Bond villain we've gotten up to this point. He's basically, like... He's actually, like, royalty technically. He's an exiled Afghan prince, and... Um, um, I don't know, he... He, I don't know, he pl- plays everything so smoothly, but so like like y- you can see like the anger behind when things are going wrong as well. I think it's and he's like really slimy as well when stuff is like when um, stuff is not going his way as well. Yeah. like he's not mm. like he's not like um he's the complete opposite of like Max Zoran, basically. <laughs> yeah, karma like, yeah, so... Khan's an interesting one, um
0: very reserved. Yeah, but I don't really know what it is about him that is missing that would really make him a great. I think, I mean, he's very well acted. I think just maybe, you know, it sounds like a bad thing to say, but like the guy's face isn't memorable or something like that. I mean, there's.
1: But he yeah, doesn't need to. There's, he
0: doesn't stuff. actually have any presence about him. That's what annoys me. I, like, there's nothing I, think thre- I don't feel threatened. I don't maybe feel. He's... I don't dislike him. Just there and meh. Like, I I honestly think he is is so well acted in this, and the the fact that I mean, he is like his quotes are like great, his yeah, his scenes are great. (laughs) Yeah, I I I, I agree.
1: I agree. I think
0: that the thing I think that you might feel that is missing that you can't put your finger on might be you don't actually see him doing much that's particularly bad. Uh, Like, obviously, you know, he's you're doing like thousands or millions yeah if i saw him like cut someone's throat and then you know um laugh (laughs) yeah yeah you
1: do get a really you get you do get a really cold moment where he uh gets gobbender to do something later to people to like to pretty innocent people which i never picked up on until much later which which i'll talk about so um yeah. yeah so i think i think though like the memorable thing for me about him is and what sets him apart is like i don't know he's just really like refined in everything and like but he has to like he and he's ex- he's exceptionally greedy as well like mm. he just shows up and tries to get his hands on all this jewelry and he's yeah, prepared there's... to he's prepared to backstab everybody and yeah. anybody into getting yeah. it it's like well there's, there's
0: it, absolutely there's a lot of sus in his performance but I mean, unfortunately, I think he's just never like he's not memorable. I don't know. I don't really know. Would
1: you would you rather
0: say that he's not menacing? Yeah, I'm not. I don't like. I said, you know. I mean, when we were talking uh, about, um, was it Drax? There was a, no, no, no. Uh, the in the last film, Loke. That right?
1: Chris yeah. status R- No, no, yeah, no. Loke, Loke, the the octagonal knows.
0: glasses guy. Oh, yeah. That was someone I wanted like. I rem- I, that's someone I like. That in a villain where I actually I have a reason to dislike him, or he's intimidating, or he's menacing, he's threatening. I need something like that from a villain, you know. So like, and I have that from everyone except maybe Stromberg, hmm. Charles Gray. Even Stromberg, you see him pull up two guys in a helicopter. Yeah, Stromberg. Yeah, exactly. Like he does shitty things, you know. Kamal Khan's just like he's just kind of. I th- I know. A petty I think criminal, effectively. I think he's just I like think, a politician, sort of. You know. I
1: think Kamal Khan is like you really do get to see his side when he just like try. He, I don't know. He ditches Octopusy and then he like also tries to blame it on all of when he gets found out later. So like,
0: yeah, yeah, of course. I
1: think he. I think he's just like completely. I don't know. He's like really despicable. I think I actually find him menacing, but in a really understated way. Like oh. he's so like uh polished almost that like he could he talks about how he's gonna torture Mm. james bond at his dinner table and makes it sound like almost like 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 civilized like yeah Mm. so i'm gonna like use this to torture it is i like it actually it's a good performance
0: yeah but it's just like i don't know i can see what you mean james like he you don't get the impression this guy like does yeah he's just not i mean all of i'm fully invested in all of as a villain you know or gobinder as a as a henchman but um i I don't you know kamal khan is a main villain he's i mean i think what helps is very much all of he like brings everything that um kamal khan isn't all of is you know it's like very in your face you know like aggressive sort of um
1: and they complement each other. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um if they were
0: both maniacal, maybe it'd be too much of a problem. We'll rank them at the end, of course. I do want to raise a quick question opinions. though about his relationship with Magda. Um I've <laughs> never I never oh. thought about it for some reason until last night. I'm like, are they like are they fucking or are they business partners or what? I don't I think
1: I think you maybe... know, I was thinking about this myself when we were talking about when I was thinking about Octopus's relationship with Kamal Khan. I used I have like my own theory where like perhaps they're partners and the reason why he got he became partners with her was because he is an Afghan prince, right? So you gotta know a bit of history and there was basically a coup against the royal family of that back in the day. And um so I reckon she might have smuggled him out and like gotten him to India. And yeah. then, after that, they got like a kind of business relationship, and I think that's also why he's reluctant to have her harmed or killed later because he's like the woman must not be harmed and then no later... no, no
0: I, I was i I, I understand his yeah, with Magda, relationship with yeah. busy. I was wondering with his relationship with Magda.
1: I think Magda is like yeah he he's he's like I don't know. He's banged, but not enough. Yeah.
0: flashing. come think of it, that means he left her to uh, burn in a nuclear holocaust.
1: So. Yeah, the, I don't, I don't think. So the story. I don't think I
0: was getting any action really. To be honest, he's, so he's, he's he gets cut hard later as well, man. I think he probably really fancies Octopusy, and then like Bond just comes in like, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't know if he fancies. But the thing is, Magda has like a private room, and we see Bond shop to dinner, and it's literally just him and her. Like, uh, like, I, <laughs> I yeah. Think there's helps to pull
0: a woman brag I about think, how you
1: going to sort of this guy. I thing, think right. there's a bit more going on there than like, yeah, yeah. I think, and maybe yeah. maybe Magda has a thing. Friends. Actually, I think Magda has a thing for all men because she goes for Q later, doesn't she? So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, You're a really,
0: really cool Kamal Khan old guy. He doesn't look that. He's old.
1: actually. He uh louis cool. Jordan was like fifty nine or sixty when he played this yeah yeah, uh, yeah. he was yeah no, but
0: he didn't look that old you know? I, yeah, yeah, I, he, I think he did but he didn't anyway. look older than Roger Moore you know well, it's oh, yeah. not really a benchmark is it man i mean that's <laughs> that's not fair yeah well, i uh, would have, i would have guessed him to maybe he be looked a bit
1: younger that. than like Chris dartos, and that's it. So. Mm, that's only because of his old. hair color,
0: though. I think you know. Yeah, exactly. If but you actually look with, at his face, he has quite an old yeah, face. Yeah, but like a of very of his, old his face hair, hair color is, his hair color allows him to do that, and that is still something that makes him look younger, regardless of. Yeah, if but it's if you actually concentrate on his face, like it, his whole face is sagged, you know, um, so. quite visibly. Anyway, this is not important. So then, um. So the auction uh, wraps up bond forces him to like outbid him basically and uh, this like is that monopoly, like yeah. like <laughs> monopoly
1: auction
0: to like 500 you know
1: where you yep. get someone's favorite property and you have to get it
0: and yep. then uh, bond yeah. goes to india so this yeah, is yeah amazing yeah um you just get this like real like surge of music very yeah, like hotspot like flybys It's amazing. Like Uh... I think
1: this is the last James Bond film where they really, really sell the location. And actually, there's another thing I wanted to point out, because this film actually gets a bit of criticism, like for some reason, by like younger people today, by saying it's like portraying stereotypes and stuff of India. And I want to go against that actually, because I know the producers apparently put a lot of effort into making India look good. Like Mm. they put like they tried to get all the extras to wear like colorful clothes and stuff. And like, they tried to have like cool iconic things from India featured, and like, and make them entertaining as well. And I think that was really thoughtful of them in a way. And probably Indian people love that as well when they see it. Yeah, so like,
0: me, when it comes to like, well, I was thinking about this earlier, when it comes to Bond visiting different countries, obviously mm-hmm. and in some of them, like for example, he visited Greece in, in the previous one, if you know, if I was from Greece, I'd feel like a bit let down that, you know, my, my, like the Bond film, which goes to my country is like a bit mid, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not Indian, so I wouldn't know how they would feel about it. But I would imagine they'd think this is at least a lot better than than how a lot of other countries got dealt a bad hand. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to think so. And obviously okay. there's a, a historical, um, how, how can we put this, complication between Indians and, and the English, you know, colonization and everything. So that was that would have... I mean, and India's certainly not exclusive to that in terms of countries around the world um, that have that. But I think, like you said, yeah, I mean, I'd like to think that India's portrayed favourably in this film, and the characters, I think especially VJ, absolutely love him. He's one of yeah, my favorite, yeah. if not my all-time favourite uh, Bond ally. Um, I think it's, it's very well portrayed. There are a couple of moments where you're like, oh, you know... that's uh you know they're pushing it there a little bit um like what i think it's all done in good humor and i don't think you, you know unless you're very i don't i don't think a reasonable person will get offended at this. It's, it's. I think everything's done in good humour. I mean, what could you possibly get offended at? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's, uh, like, towards the end when you've got, like, the Union Jack hot air balloon, like, sailing into this Indian palace. I'm, yeah, I'm but that's, that's, of... just, like, that's just, like, clearly that's well, that's mean, I know, I know. That's what I mean. It's done in good humour, but I think someone could take that out of context and try an and incident. spin it a different way, you know. There, like... there are a couple of other... I mean, we, I don't know, like, some people might go, oh, well, when he says, oh, that'll keep him curry, people might think, uh... That's literally you know, an, like an expression, saying, though. It is. I, I know. I know. We know that. But you know. You know. Some someone could. You know, wouldn't surprise. Keep like if someone like g- gave me, like a shit ton of money, bit. Like, oh yeah, to so keep your fish and shits for it could be like yeah, sure, sure thing. You know. Yeah,
1: right. But trying anyway, um, uh, yeah, I, I,
0: I, this is uh, because well, I'm
1: trying actually. I'm trying to think. What's the, there's uh Indiana Jones film that's. Oh yeah, large... Temple of Doom. Yeah, that's right. That came out a year after this, actually. So I'm gonna hog all definitely the... I'm it. gonna give all the credit to Octopussy for like the dinner table yeah. scene <laughs> where they have yeah. all the weird food and like
0: Well it's I... no secret that the Indiana Jones films are very much influenced by the Bond films and yeah. Uh, now that I think about it, Temple of Doom is actually another film that portrays India, and I think it portrays it in a very unfavorable manner. Yeah, does, I mean, it, they like it don't. makes you look like a complete slum. You know, like I would never want to go. I would never want. I've always, I'm someone as well, by the way. Who I mean, we all are. But yeah, I'd like to think. Like to I to I eat Indian food probably twice a week, and um, absolutely love. Uh, I I'm like you know, big fan of Indian culture actually. I, I I do yeah, I listen to, to that song every now and then. Yeah, I'd love. <laughs> I do to intend visit to visit well. um uh, eventually, and probably
1: for different reasons. Yeah, and I think a lot of that, a lot, and what I expect
0: to see, maybe I, I don't know, but when I do eventually set foot in India, I would like. I like to think of it in my head as being how it is in this film. I would certainly never go to the India portrayed in Temple of Doom. So yeah. you know, I mean, I think that film actually got like complaints by the negative portrayal of in yeah. India. But... Yeah, not and it and it, but... it
1: has like the whole cult thing in it as well. Yeah, definitely. yeah,
0: obviously. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and the food. I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad actually. It's not great. It's not a good advert at all. Yeah. Um, anyway, I mean, so uh, Bond rocks up in India. He meets VJ. And you've just got Amazing. this great moment. It's like this Messer moment breaking down the fourth wall. He's like playing the Bond theme. Yeah. Um, people, uh, I, I hear some people like hate that bit, but it's just like no, I love it. Chairs. It's it's a Roger Moore Bond film, man. Like, what do you want? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I oh, think this. I think it is moment where you're like, oh, you know, but it's it's cheeky, you know. It's like it's, it's sort of like you know they're just winking at you through the through the camera. It's like it's yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um. And anyway, so then VJ gives him, you know, the the update of what's going on and i love the the conversation i love vj man the act of it i mean he's, he's brilliant yeah uh, he's an actually, actual an actual tennis pro, pro wasn't he yeah like, he's a very good player wasn't he I mean, yeah, yeah love, i mean he. Yeah. it's the fact that he's sharing a screen with roger moore but he's like doubles the charisma on screen as well yeah like, he's, yeah yeah he's, got, he's got, like, got his lines just so good man like
1: <laughs> no problem but yeah, when, when, when he's like car. yeah i've
0: uh, managed to sneak my way into Kamal's tennis club, whatever, and uh, and Roger Moore goes, oh, well, and what have you learned? So he goes, oh, well, my backhand's improved. Yeah, yeah. I, like, yeah. I like, like you know, like oh, you know, like the like the actor saying, like oh yeah, you know, I play some tennis, you know, like
1: yeah. Like, I love I, how he gets. <laughs>
0: there's always tennis puns as well, of course. So mm. I, I love, like, I, I love... love that. I love the fact they got this actor and the guys, like we said, uh, uh, an actual pro. I, I'm sure he won trophies as well uh, as a, as a professional. And um and obviously they just work that into his character as well. They don't ignore that. They're just like, Yeah, let's let's bring that in, let's see how we can have fun with that. And they yeah, certainly it do so uh, later fun, on. I
1: love and one thing one other thing I want to say, I like I love when they've decked the villains later and he and he's like game set and match. Like that's a really yeah, that's icon. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now,
0: it's
1: getting
0: a bit further ahead. Henry, I'm gonna let you take this away now. Um Roger Moore rocks up in a white tuxedo. this this is like this has got to be my favorite scene in the whole film like i mean i literally made like a like a like a meme video out of this like this is this is like the sigma moment of of james bond in general like i think i mean in an ironic sense where he's listening on a podcast uh, on spotify or something please go check out our youtube channel we'll have a video on the wednesday so this will come out on the sunday and then on the wednesday we'll have a video henry's made a video that will drop um, uh, surrounding this scene a remaster, and, uh, yeah. due to that i think and the amount of times i've seen this film i think that makes this scene my most watched ever bond scene because i've seen this film so many times and then because of your video i've watched that's the scene so it's it's just, and like, it's, it's just absolutely brilliant like so everything funny. about like, it's just pure bonding. But all, all, all that happens, I mean, it sounds basic in concept, but just, mm. the way, playing the, backgammon, you know, yeah, like, the way that they play it off, um, obviously it's actors and so on. He, he's strolling into, you know, this, the like this club where like, I mean, there's a lot of generic kind of gambling scenes, but this is the one that takes the cake, you know? Mm. He like, strolls in, or like, into like a really bad situation where like Kamal is like obviously cheating, yeah. Um, and like rinsing this uh colonel, I think. Um, major, yeah, major. He's just sitting opposite him. He's like, dumb as fuck to realize. Oh, you always get a double six whenever you need it, and yeah. Like, just it. I find account, it, you know, I
1: find it funny how he's like, um, uh, the major's no novice, yeah, he's a complete novice. He like, he doesn't, it's yeah.
0: Has he, has he? never seen someone use a loaded dice? And I, I do I just, want to say, I think this is the best ever in the whole franchise delivered, Bond, James Bond. Yeah, Maybe I, I was going to say Sean Connery's that. first one, but because this is such. such he says it was such movie. authority. This is like, you know, it's just, just perfect. And the way he's just walked into the situation. Yeah, exactly. Because like, he's and he, he's got it planned out in his head what he's gonna do. Because like the major and he just says like, like he says he delivers that line with such. Just pure confidence and just like, yeah, like everyone in the room, all the eyes are on him and he's, you know, James. The I confidence love that. he has. Because like, you know, the, the major is down uh, 200 grand in rupees. But like, like and, and like, it's, oh, you know, I'll take the, oh, yeah, I'll take it from here, you know, like, you know, sit down while like the pro handles it and obviously, you know, introduce himself like that. And <laughs> initially, like, Obviously, like Kamal Khan's able to, you know, with his uh, dodgy dice, um, mm. like you know, rin- rinse him initially. But then he pulls out the most bullshit rule ever. Like it doesn't it? even oh,
1: exist. Like I saw it on a website for backgammon. They were like, "Yeah, J- James Bond used to." You can't mean, actually. That do is that. not. That is not legitimate. Blah blah blah. I yeah, just... he
0: doesn't care. <laughs> but The fact that he just like I, I guess not. I don't know how many people like backgammon and who knew the rules or not. But anyway. Um, he just like takes <laughs> his dice out to it. He says, oh, oh, I'll need a great deal of luck. Then uh, I guess I shall use player's privilege and then use your lucky dice. And then the best part I think about is this is he rolls them and he doesn't even look to see. Yes. The yeah. And That's like, right. everyone, and, and like, I mean, I also, uh, sorry, I also missed out the part where he has to prove that he has the money to like actually play. in yeah. This. yeah. And, Which, makes, and as he puts down the Fabergé egg, like makes eye contact yeah, with everyone. Yeah, well looks at well, yeah, really Like there's oh, a 360, brilliant. you know. And, and yeah. you have to, yeah, like, yeah. hats off to Kamal Khan, actually. Uh, like, he is a very under, uh, understated villain. And, and But he's playing a part as much as Roger Moore is. And yeah. in terms of being able to he allow him actions. to have this presence, he, he, like, <laughs> he's, like, he's <laughs> able to bounce off his lines very well.
1: Um, he's fuming by the end of the Yeah. Scene. I like it's how... So I love, vivid, man. I love like, the, like, the passive is... aggressiveness. Like, um, mm. spends the money quickly, Mr. Bang. That's right. That's right. Oh,
0: and the best part is, like, not only does he, like... Yeah, you know, not only does he beat him at that, he's in the middle of writing a check, and he just says, <laughs> "I prefer cash," like just to like piss him off, you know, to inconvenience him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's uh, it's an absolutely wonderful scene. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what more to say. And I mean, just the acting, I, I love. And they, the, Roger Moore, it looks superb, man, in that white tuxedo. This is just that's his look. I don't. I mean, yeah, Sean Connery wears one, and, and so does Daniel Craig. And that's it to my memory. But Roger Moore really just pulls it off the best, I think.
1: Um, no, Sean Sean Connery wears a white tuxedo. Yeah, I know. Wetsuit. I thought he said Daniel Craig. But yeah. this film is actually where he wears both tuxedos. So he that's right. Black one that's and right. White one. Yeah. Uh,
0: but I think Roger Moore looks better in the white one. I, mean, I think just, so, yeah. Something about him, he just carries it so well. Uh, there's a there's a oh actually I do want to mention gap, backgammon for some reason um I watched I watched a Turkish film last week <laughs> and a couple of chaps were playing backgammon in that as well so yeah. there's a convenient coincidence for you
2: yeah
0: uh anyway now now we get into the tuk-tuk chase I oh, mean yeah. pff, this is just right up there man right up there right in mean, the tuck tuck where do we start <laughs> i mean like, there's jeez i, I so can't wait that I'm, go- I'm going to india exclusively to ride in the tuk-tuk man that's like ah what a day that'll be i don't, I don't even know how to like i hate how you cover this scene because every so much happens in it and yeah it's like,
1: yeah it's like, the dialogue i was oh. taking i was taking like i couldn't even watch the scene because i was like back and back to my notes like every single time mm couldn't yeah i couldn't even look up but there's so much great stuff as i said so much
0: going on in this scene. i really you've want got, to know like like, gobinder, like wielding a blunderbuss <laughs> <laughs> Just, like of all the weapons but it fits so well it's like a trumpet gun man, man you've, I, got, I, like... you get, you've got vj playing tennis like or no, like yeah. combating this guy with a tennis racket right yeah you've bomb got like trying not to get getting shot. You've got a moment, which I remember watching as a kid, like, I don't really, th- like, you know, when the guy stabs him, I and thought I, he I, got I was stabbed. Like, oh, yeah. no, Bond's dead, like, that, that yeah. got me, man, and then he pulls the knife out, and you've got the music and everything, it's so good, and the guy smiles and everything, like, the guy, yeah, I've killed James Bond, and then, like, Bond punched him in the face, and then, like, you know, it takes, and oh, what's going on now, you know, it's a it mate, throws the money, lands in the biggest ball, yeah.
1: it's perfect, oh. yeah. Easy come, and, easy go. You got oh, it's just I thought that as well with great modes, the camel. Like, what's
0: going on? Yeah, there's <laughs> like, like there, there's there's... a guy who's like laying on a bed of nails, you know, there's a guy no, no, just, no, no. Like, saw, the jump. guy who's like juggling like 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 yeah, like, yeah, top, yeah, yeah. Bond, you, you, you know, he goes, Oh, you, you better put this back yourself.
1: Someone tries to oh, yeah, man.
0: someone tries to like yeah, Son puts like a like a flower around him, and then someone else tries to let it do it to Gobindo, who just like pushes him out of the way. Yeah, it's it's really
1: cool, like there's a there's this I like it when even when they like wax them with the tennis rackets, like the like it, the guys watching are like looking one way and then looking other <laughs> like it's yeah. and um there's actually a bit where the cyclist goes in between them yeah, like that's right,
2: yeah that's right
1: but that but did you know that was actually accidental like they thought it was no, funny no, like, that happened when they were filming they were, thought it was funny so no such thing as coincidence that's and,
0: amazing um, that just and
1: makes it even better it it's does. like
0: can you i don't know how you even plan something like this like I don't know how what like what their storyboard looked like at all the. Oh, I mean, it's just genius writing, honestly. like that's just great filmmaking. and and it's them just being honest about what they want to make. They want to make something entertaining. They're not trying to be clever. They're just like having fun with it. and, and they no fully s- embrace what they just fully embrace what Roger Moore can bring to the table and they just build everything around him, And it' just everything works.
1: There's no silly. Work. There's no, no silly music either, like there was for the yeah the just... only oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> unconventional shot car chase and you
0: mm. even had um, yeah well like, we even forgot the line you know I was like oh you know at the very beginning it's like oh we've got companies like not yeah yet. It's a company car this is a car. company car you know that's... and then yeah. like yeah. and then he does um, what do you call it when he, when he had... yeah that's right it does a wheelie in a tuck tuk it's ridiculous
1: and one thing <laughs> that I think is really like creative and cool as well is when he gets into the, t- the crowd scene where he's trying to escape goer I like how he uses like street performance stuff to like fight them off and yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, that's yeah. very creative actually and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well this is the mo- this okay. is as
0: creative as it gets you know like they're using tuck-tuck taxis for goodness sake I love it um and then obviously they disappear behind this like advo of the dragons like it which sticks his tongue out of gobinder and he's like gets angry at it you know it's like another one it's like literally like saying out looney tunes man like yeah literally they go right through it and then another one pops out to cover it and then yeah everything about this is just perfect i love this film man
1: carry yeah i love (laughs) it even more um this film like carrie beddy actually did you know is a bollywood star and that's how they got him into this oh yeah he had his own show i'm pretty sure yeah and lou louis uh this is topics a little bit but louis jordan was like friends of uh, one of the producers and then they were like yeah do you they basically just got him in like that and yeah and then well, i mean Q he's again. very
0: i mean he's a he's a good looking tall like you know well-built like indian man set, i mean you know, uh, right? i'm not surprised at all that he's like uh he was you know very successful there i mean and he's great in his role in this bond film as well do you not know like as well i mean you know they could have, yeah. He's like the tall, I mean, he is a bit of a cliche in terms of being the tall, silent, but they don't, um, make him silent. He's, he has lines and he has like, but so they don't like try and make him too, they don't try too hard to make him like a, a trope. You know, he is his own character and he does do And, yeah, and actually, and, I do want as to well, point he out has so good so moments. we're gonna have all to wait, leaders. sorry, all we're gonna have to nominate a sigma. Most of it, I think, Govinda. I mean, I mean, Roger Moore's, but like, Govinda is. A, a pretty clear cut sigma male idea. He think, ex- really hits women.
1: He's extremely like loyal to uh, Kamal Khan, which we see the extent makes of well, the that no, well, no, no, not be really, because he's. At one l-
0: point, so, you know. Um,
1: um,
0: and... I, I don't know. I, I still think it has to be. It literally has to be that scene, you know. Yeah, true. That's,
1: true. A, that's a scene, though. That's not a quote. I think my <laughs> character. <laughs> you is have like,
0: to make an exception for this Yeah, but there isn't a god with the quote. I was just thinking there the are, character uh, itself is quite sigma. I think
1: a few quotes from Kumar. We'll get Clark to this. We'll get, of... we'll
0: get to this at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway,
0: with Govinda as well, he, despite being like you know, obviously, in some ways, you know, the tall, you know, strong henchman who doesn't, he doesn't say much, you know, throughout the film, obviously, as his line. As a leader of the henchmen, though, he makes very smart mm. decisions. Unlike you yeah. know Jaws, for example, who like, he doesn't have much up there, you know, like fucking pulls off the you know steering wheel and so on and so forth. <laughs> And always nicks the guns because he needs to be the guy like shooting and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 Govinder's kind of like draws Plus in terms of like.
1: Yeah, Govinder like saves his boss's bacon later, which we'll talk about yeah. when he... we're jumping all over the place, but he goes to Q next.
0: Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, so they go to Q's lab. Um, and this is just like, you know, you just straight, Smith is just there. Oh, you got the pun, you know, Bond, like, oh, problems, Keep having trouble keeping it up, Q. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just all these... Experimental model doubles. Yeah, that's right. It's so <laughs> funny, and it is, like, just, like... It's just perfect, like, you know... I, I don't even... Yeah, but, um... I love all the ganders they got around here yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. This it's that liquid right. crystal TV. But you know, what I really enjoy, you know, obviously we're going to rank the Allies later on in this film, and I think Q actually, you know, goes a bit above and beyond in this film, because Q gets a bit of field action. I think it's basically the only time he gets to be in the field in, in wrong license
1: he to gets, kill yeah he in license to kill well. oh yeah that's right by but three. he yeah. does He in this film he gets laid so which he doesn't get in the license are to kill are sh- you uh, oh you do see it on screen so. well we don't know that I don't know I'd, I'd love that moment yeah, Bond later fan perhaps. 3
0: does Q get laid in Oxford he? <laughs> well uh, hopefully he didn't have troubles keeping up at that moment um, he's obviously and yeah, yeah just great dialogue with Bond as, as always um so then uh what do we have next dinner
1: he goes oh that's right he goes to uh
0: have dinner with magda it's Um, a really
1: swanky hotel by the way like if i go to india i want to stay at that hotel (laughs) yeah that's right best place ever
0: uh they go yeah so they have dinner um then they go to bed we have the you know famous line uh, uh you know, i need refilling which
1: is apparently um, the most legendary line of all time it's quite get, funny we'll get the like um the the name drop as well as like that's my little yeah, that's right. you get a good octopus reaction is. from roger moore yeah, <laughs> just, oh, <yeah>. <laughs> roger
0: was <laughs> all about reaction in this film yeah exactly um, and that that doesn't slow down because uh you know, oh, 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 yeah. Obviously, the next morning she wakes up, nicks the egg from him, and then yeah, he goes to the balcony and Goblin and knocks him, him out. It's yep. quite good for oh, like,
1: Kamal Khan to actually
0: pick her up. But Roger Bond obviously lets her take. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Obviously, and there's the fact that he knows. You know, he's not like yeah. And but I love as well. I mean, it's yeah. part of the plan too. Um, I love as well. Like the bit where she kind of like he's got her at the balcony, and then she's like, oh, yeah. you know, he. I think he's the one who says, you know, actions speak louder. That's right, and. Then, she just, like, literally falls backwards off the balcony. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do you know, that's really cool, time. though.
1: That's... On. Do you know the actress for that was actually uh, an athlete for, like, Sweden or something, and she insisted on performing that stunt herself. Like right. I don't know. That's just an actress wanting to flex, like her. Like no, that's great because sorry. I thought
0: that's quite a trick. That looks like quite a stri- tricky stunt to pull. So yeah. fair play for that. Yeah, great. It, beat, it beats awesome. Wells having to shove <laughs> magic tricks in the middle of a, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't need reminding of that. <laughs> um. So then, uh, and then obviously with like they're aboard the, the boats, and you know you've got a someone with quite a questionable voice going in, out, in. But yeah, out. That, that was, was just like, like taking the, you know, um voluptuous, you know, women, like, you know, <laughs> rowing. It's just,
1: just, the whole... again,
0: the word frocks <laughs> pussy is outrageous. <laughs> and um, <laughs> but that's bad,
1: what man. makes it so great. Yeah,
0: exactly. Man. It's just, just great.
1: Um, the thing about this palace, I just want to say, like, first hmm. of all, it's interesting how the film, like, f- follows uh, the villain for a little bit, like follows Kamal Khan instead of James Bond. And um, yes. I've, the thing when he goes through the palace, like the, the, there's almost like a dream-like quality to the palace. It mm. feels so yeah. surreal in a way. And then some sort like, of paradise. Yeah, I like when he goes to yeah. If you want to say anything about the palace, but like I like when he goes and sees Octopus in the way she's introduced, almost like a female Blofeld of sorts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and. Yeah. and I like how he describes James Bond as well, like, hmm. uh, likes dice, yeah. preferably loaded, and likes eggs. Yeah, which is very much,
0: yeah. you know, the pot calling the kettle black there, isn't it? But, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is good how he how he meets Ox pussy. Um, and there's actually, I mean, the all-female line, there's quite a funny Rick and Morty episode, which... Placed a similar theme, but anyway. Oh, Quick shout you know, out it's by the way. actually a real place in Greece where it's an all-male line, and so not too, yeah. uh, not,
1: yeah, there's... not too far. actually
0: I've there's I've got colleagues going to visit there soon, so that's interesting. Oh, bit, is that Mount Yeah, Tupus? on a bit of a pilgrimage. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um.
1: Was the train? Yeah. Quick shout out though. She has the coolest pet ever. She has a pet blue-ringed <laughs> octopus. Yeah, it's which... not like
0: the most deadly one.
1: It's the most deadly octopus and one of the most deadly animals. It could kill someone in, like, 15 minutes with its... Uh,
0: oh, okay. Well, question then. If you could own any pet from any of the Bond films, which one would you own? Because I'd have the piranha tank, personally. I'd have... Oh, if you trip over.
1: i have the octopus, but that, needs to, enter- that needs to be to be entertained. Because um, oh. they actually get bored very easily. And yeah. And, yeah, when I was first watching this... I would have
0: Vargas movie, just to bully him. <laughs> No, you need a pet... Ooh, yeah. although, nah, I wouldn't have a shark tank because I'd be too tempted to swim and then, you know, get eaten. I know a piranha piranhas would be pretty cool, man, It's like...
2: Although, I'd probably mm, take, I'd yeah. probably
0: take um, He's quite risky. <laughs> San, Franz Sanchez's, um, like, gecko-looking thing. The, the lizard, what about yeah.
1: Blofeld's yeah. cat? Nah, uh, boring. Was it? Yeah, um, yeah, when I first saw this film, because James had seen it before me because he was allowed to see it because he was older... Um, I remember he was telling me about it later. Oh, yeah. yeah, you'll love this film. There's an octopus in it. I was like, yeah. I was like so excited for it, and then like, and then the only other thing he said was, like, well. you're like, oh, that's a very, it's a very cool film. The I have song. a bit of a
0: history of that because I tricked my ex-girlfriend into watching Zodiac with me because I was like, oh, Zodiac is probably about you know astrology and then it's about a serial killer, so you know.
1: Um, <laughs> but anyway, you're like, yeah. There's there's some oh, with the yoga like anyway. sword as well, which is very cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so uh,
0: then uh, Bond has dinner with Kamal Khan. Yeah. Scene. We've already touched on it. You know, uh, there is quite funny where Kamal Khan goes, I believe you and Miss Magda have met. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, it was uh, my my pleasure. Yeah, that's it yeah, good, it's good.
1: Actually, you know um, what, fuck, I mean,
0: he's so well acted, it's just a pity he's not more of a villain, you know, I mean, I want to see him do something where I'm like, yeah, fuck this guy, man. It, it, he's almost know, I, got a bit of a charm about him, you know, where I'm like, huh. Oh, I don't
1: know. mind
0: that, like, cause it, for this film, that kind of almost works, like the fact Oh, it that does work, honest. yeah. It just, I just wish he did something a bit more. This is why, you know, when people complain, oh, oh, you know, they've always got to have something like disfigured or sort of whatever about them. I, uh, I think Kamal Khan would have actually benefited from something like that. Just, nah. just to make him a well, bit he more. Has to fit, he has to fit into society. That's <laughs> yeah, like...
1: we we get his. Yeah, but like... what if
0: he had an eye patch? You know, that no, would Take Largo's eye patch. Forget him. Yeah, give no, it to no, no, Kamal. Like, Khan. I think he would look ridiculous. Kamal
1: Khan would have to be an entirely different character for that to work. And yeah, I think he's like perfectly fine. as I think he really fits in. Actually, like, I love the gruesome thing of the well. If you're looking for something iconic, it's how he pulls out a sheep's eye and eats it in that Ugh. mud, and oh, then yeah, like, it's, always disgusting, it's 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 <laughs> we made a joke.
0: Still eating a real eye from a sheep.
1: Yeah, he he's definitely being like extra there. He's like, oh, it's our speciality, and then like, just like, yeah, pulls out the most unpleasant part you can think of to eat from the head. And I don't just... know, man.
0: Would you rather eat the eyes or the brains? Real question.
1: Probably the brain, honestly. Yeah, same. I wouldn't eat yeah.
0: the eyes. Yeah, you don't want your food staring at you, just like Roger Moore.
1: <laughs> and then
0: uh, yes, yeah, so then um after they've had dinner, Bond tries to escape from his room using a cool gadget, which for some reason isn't explained other than this, but it's like an acid pen that's Man, they cool. explained it earlier.
1: And that's the did pen they... that ha- yeah, pay attention they
0: did. 007.
1: Oh, of course he did. Yeah. How did I forget it's, that? It's I like I like he uses his gadgets in this film quite a lot. He uses... very practical. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love his yeah.
0: gadgets. Yeah. Um, and he sees all of Minkamar Khan, um, or hears him. Yep. And then he goes and, uh, you know, hides in a room with, uh, bodies. I'm not really sure what that room's doing oh, there, no, no, no. they're fresh corpses every day.
1: Got to explain something here. This is, looks like yeah, it. I only
0: realized that there's viewing.
1: Yeah. So basically when you, you get little hints of it, the two guys there who are doing the jewels, um, They've done it for Kamal Khan, right? So they have the fake jewelry to replace the real ones with. And then when they're taking it out, you hear General Olof say, Oh, can they be trusted? And then Kamal Khan's like, I can assure you of their silence. And then um when mm. they go out, when they go put the stuff in the helicopter for General Olof, you see like Goblin's head turning with like um murder in his eye, basically. And then like and then later you you just see him go back into the room where Kamal Khan is, and Kamal goes, "Everything taken care of." And he's like, "As you ordered, excellence." And then later, when James Bond goes to the room, it's just them two. Mm. Have been oh, man, that's another. I never picked
0: up on that. And wow. stuck on
1: meat hooks there, so Brilliant. I think that, that really adds to Kamal Khan's villainy. Like, the I way never he... picked up on that. I just because I, I was wondering why has he got fresh corpses in this room. You know, oh, okay. it's yeah, stuck on meat hooks and everything as well. Very. Yeah. Huh.
0: And the just... fact that he has that right because he obviously goes on the hunt later. And they always have these body bags. This assumes that he does it on a regular basis, too. Yeah, Yeah.
1: And this is how I explain, like, Kamal Khan noticing the really tiny microchip as well. Because when Mm. he's had these people killed and you see, like, carcasses outside his place, he's probably intercepted people, like, poking their noses around his business before. Um, And, yeah, I think... I think that really adds that, that moment when you realize like how ruthless Kamal Khan has been to these people who he probably only just had to pay a bit to like um that probably adds to his villainy a bit. Just to his me.
0: Paranoia, you know? Yeah. Well, um, that's so the thing when you mentioned as well, sorry, James, the fact that Kamal, uh, not Kamal Khan, got into, like, like the credit to him as well. The fact that his like, that's not always the face that he pulls like he really does like that look of murder on his face like and i don't know how he pulls it off he just does like throughout multiple times throughout this film yeah yeah um so bond uh does manage to escape by i mean in a very funny way i mean <laughs> you know i mean even when they slam his body down he goes oh you know and they look at each other it's just funny it's almost yeah, exactly. slapstick sort of stuff but it just works you know um obviously escapes and then we have an elephant fight uh elephant it's, chase sorry it's really yeah,
1: creative very yeah, this, creative Brilliant. it's like let the sport commence and like yeah uh, there's yeah. a good moment earlier when have rushes into kamal khan's room is like the englishman has escaped like i like when they do the englishman thing i and, know i
0: love it yeah. i love i uh, want to comment actually uh, even on a secret service when they're das englander you know and it's like oh yeah i love that yeah. man it's just I love that as well. I want someone to say that about me, you know.
1: Like, I, w- <laughs> I, like I would like to
0: think that I'm referred to as the Englishman behind my back, you know. Sometimes so
1: that, that. I I, I know I am. Yeah. This is the um, thing as
0: well that I love with. Uh, sorry, Tom. What are you saying?
1: No, no, no. Go on. I yeah. remember
0: this. This scene is something I love with with Kamal Kazwell when he's just like Bond's escape, but he he doesn't see this as like a negative. He's this is an opportunity to like kill <laughs> him in a yeah. ridiculous yeah. way. I think and it's like it's yeah. fun for him, like just to hunt like a yeah. guy down like this
1: i think yeah shows a bit more villainy it it does it does to me as well like you see like you i think you see like kamal khan being a bit off the hook here when instead of Hmm. being like outraged that james bond's escaped you just see like a grin of delight almost and then he's like let the sport commence and then this is like a really twisted take on like a regular hunting trip where instead well, of I'm them hunting an, anyway. an animal like James Bond as the quarry and like it works really well i think like cuz mm. they're in they're in his palace grounds presumably and they're just like i don't know they they pin James Bond down like quite a few times and james bond runs into like animals and stuff and it's roger moore you see as well like running Mm. through the jungle doing all this and i don't know it just it's really believable despite how like crazy the circumstances are. oh (laughs)
0: yeah now someone waiting for you to justify the tarzan moment yeah Yeah. let me hear this
1: my (laughs) my apologia for this uh moment is um so basically he's mocking the villains for having bad aim and uh, just doing that to show off like it's like oh and then they're just shooting and obviously like missing but um, like all the all the guards are shooting at him and then he gets away and that's just I don't know it's just Roger is Roger Moore in this film has so much confidence in everything <laughs> yeah. he does this makes it believable like he he does that he does that in the auction he does that in the gambling scene he does it yeah. here and like he does it
0: I've got. I've got to say that you know, um, Roger Moore must have a very. <laughs> if you, if you were to think that, you'd have to think that James Bond has like the vocal kind of. Um, oh yeah. Uh, variance to pull off something like this. I mean, yeah. he doesn't later on in this film as well with the yeah, tiger rug. So, you know.
1: You know, there's a couple oh, yeah. of interesting <laughs> fact. Couple of interesting facts as well. So, like, you know, when the tiger shows up and he's, like, um oh, first it's the see-
0: trivia about Go
1: no." There's two bits of trivia about the tiger, actually. So when you first see it rush out the trees, that's actually a well, it's a model. They do it really quickly, and but it's so quick you don't really notice it's a model. And they got this from the like local maharaja, whose grounds they were filming this in because they needed like a scene with a tiger, because like Mm -hmm. Bengal tiger. And then he was like, and he had this really realistic stuffed looking animal on display and then so they he said they could use that for the scene and so they just had a scene of it just rushing out the trees like that hmm. and then i wow. think it worked extremely well and the bit where he's like zit is a bit more well known but that's a reference to some really obscure 80s english yeah commercial for like dog training where there's this woman called barbara woodhouse who teaches these apparently very bad like Tactics to train your dog, like raising your hand to say "sits" like that, and then Roger Moore's kind of mocking it by doing it in the exact same way she does. So, I don't know why you
0: would use, you know, tactics to uh, calm a dog down on a, on a, you know, more of a cat species. But I didn't know. Okay, so then, uh, I mean, what uh, should we have? We said anything about the elephant chase or? Yeah, there's there's a lot. There's there's a lot to say about it. I mean, it's better to watch it even. Yeah, absolutely. um. And now, and the fun's not over. The way is when it ends, man. It's so fun. Bond is uh Bond is goes to um to go and meet Octopussy face to face. Oh man, and he, he does that so. Is that the best part of the
1: end. You, yeah, the bit where he goes where the the like he's rushing
0: boat. out to the boat. He's proper. Oh like, yeah. Desperate <laughs> as well, man. I love like he gets on there, and obviously they can't kill him in front of all these people because the <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it it's like The economy tour, yeah, it's like great. Line. Oh, are you with another group? It's like, no, man, I'm
1: with the economy tour. We get a good really? line from Kamal Khan as well, which is like, "Yeah, the is indeed a very rare breed, soon to be made extinct," which I really like because oh, it's, just it's just a
0: good one. It fits like, in a man as well. Like he's just like, oh well, yeah, I made him shit just... himself and get there. I can just yeah. you know, kill him later. <laughs> Um, OK, so then Bond uh, is going to attempt to go and meet Octopussy using a crocodile submarine, which is just <laughs> yeah, like true. the lid opens up the mouth and it, Roger Moore's face poking through, you know, and I love that. It's, it's so funny. Yeah, it Again, it's amazing. just the most Roger Moore thing, man. Like who came up with that? Um, <laughs> so obviously a very tense moment as he's going to meet the mysterious Octopussy. But before he does so, ladies and gentlemen, oh, it's time for Licence to Quiz. I want to play a game. Do you like how I segue in there? Yeah. yeah. So uh, obviously the current score line between Tom and Henry is to all. To all. <laughs> so uh, I'm expecting <laughs> Tom to win this one actually. Yeah, I'm gonna, to
1: tra- I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> this is this so, film I've I've seen. Most I've got some of pretty good film.
0: questions. I'm pretty happy with the questions I've got here. So the budget.
1: Right. I think thing is, I've this is the film I've probably seen most in my life of any film. So, like, I've seen some stuff around it. I'm gonna guess twenty five million because that's what you I'm trying to. It? No, actually, I'm gonna say I'll say
0: twenty five million if you're gonna change it.
1: I'm gonna say twenty million because I can't remember quite perfectly.
0: Okay, we, you're both done. Yeah. yeah. 27.5 million, Henry. You oh, take the no. point there. Now, uh, what was the box office for this film? Man, this could be anything. Uh,
1: why did I changed my answer. I'm going to say, I think I remember this. This did better than Fear Eyes Only. And it did almost the same as View to a Kill. So I'm, I think. So Like I think it. I think 160, if I remember, 163 million uh, dollars worldwide okay
0: Henry. i think that's a bit much to me i'm like trying to figure this out with comparing to 1980s money as well i'd probably go with something like 140 million well you're both way off but uh henry's closer it made 67.9 really? million really oh, wow. yeah crime, and uh that's f- certainly thanks to fioris only so um you know so,
1: yeah, so that's well, two nils henry that's my memory fee
0: how many knives do uh, those twins throw between them in this film?
1: Um, and I'll,
0: I'll help you out. You throw, they throw knives at 008. Uh, sorry, 009. They throw knives at each other. They throw knives at Bond as well. So how many knives do you reckon they throw between between 16.
1: them? I'm okay. going to say... Oh, I'm going to say... Oh, I I was going to say something just like that I'm going to say I don't even know 15 Okay, you sure? Yeah. I'm going to say I don't know either 15 or 17. Like, you are, you
0: have to pick one. I'm going to say 17. <laughs> sure, you both like definitely yeah, I'm no. Sure.
1: no, I'll I'll stick with 15 first guess.
0: Okay. Those are the final answers. Tom 15, Henry 16. The answer yeah. is 20. So What? Uh, yeah. Where, where did the extra 4 come from? When Misha, one of them is practicing. Oh, uh, right. no.
1: Yeah. He well, throws without two at that, that without, without,
0: without, with Without practicing, what would it be? Uh, Eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, because he throws one back to him as well during that. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's right as well. So,
1: <laughs> All right, well, I think exactly. that's a
0: good question, I, I think. Um, okay, so three nil to Henry. So, Tom, you've still got a chance, but you're going to have to pull your socks up now. How much was Bond's first bid in the auction for the Faberge egg?
1: 320,000. No. Uh, 425.
0: 425,000. That's 325,000. No, he says 425. You
1: Yeah, Tom's bang on. Right. 425,000 yes. pounds. Okay. So there he goes,
0: pulling back 3 1. I don't hype it up. Uh, okay, 3 uh, 1. So three more questions. Um... So uh which city which city do Bond and the girl at the beginning agree to meet in once them you know Miami Oh uh,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: okay, well there you go, Henry's taking it. Henry's uh, w- w- winning four one now. Tom can still uh, get this for pride though. Um, yeah, if you get it down to a one between. Yep. What is the radius of the bomb?
1: I don't know. Like how far away should
0: they be when it goes? Two miles.
1: twenty miles. I said twenty miles miles first, whatever.
0: You can always do V A R if you want. I think it's kind of a moot point at this stage. Final question, that's quite fun. I should have probably done this earlier, but um since we've just done the elephant chase, how many different animals does Bond come across in this? Four. Yeah, can you name them all? For uh, uh, leech, uh, the leeches,
1: uh, the, the spider, tigers, the tiger, spider. the uh, snake, snake, and the alligator elephant. following him.
0: Oh, actually, there's, there's six then. Oh, that's that's a anyway. So you've got elephant, spider, tiger, crocodile, snake, and leech. So.
1: Yeah, I said those. <laughs>
0: yeah. Nice. So there you go. So that's license to quiz. Henry has one. Uh... Quite comprehensive, actually, and uh, that takes me to lead of 3 2. But don't worry, Tom, you do have three more films to go to so catch yeah. up. So we're back, and Bond comes face to face with Octopussy, who ends up being a familiar face because it's Maud Adams again. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I don't she's... think the character's quite as good this time. Octopussy is kind of better when before you meet her, and then when you do meet her, she's like.
1: Yeah, I think uh, they uh, should have
0: kept to the mysterious bit for longer. Yeah, I think her character, i think more Adams is much better as miss anders um i think octopus is okay but i think it's the fact that it's kind of the way that she you know you know has like a has like a go at him but then falls for him like yeah, two seconds yeah. later She's that's that the kind problem. of trope in it i think she does look um physically like very good for again it's kind of like lois maxwell they kind of they she's not like she's not spring chicken. She but she's not like, you know, old in it. She just looks yeah. like a, a mature more lady, no, right? more, more and, appropriate. And just from... like a fitting partner for Roger Moore. Yeah. And and also kind of starting like not looking similar. I mean not as much as those Maxwell, but still like, you know, have yeah. that. Kind of she's, she's definitely more appropriate conception. than in the previous film, you know. Oh huh, yeah. And the next one. Um Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, Old is okay. They meet up and they're like, you know, chatting about the old days, you know. Um, they're like a, like a pair in a retirement home man, just like nattering on. This is probably the slowest part of the film. This is my, I just checked my phone during this moment. It's kind of boring. Um, but it's over pretty quickly because uh kamal khan you know walks in on them gets (laughs) cut hard man you know yeah i i I, because and the reason i think this is because you get this shot of him when he leaves the room and he looks so angry i actually think like there's there's more to that i see i see it in his eyes man it's like he what he's always wanted to bang octopus you know and like you know he's just been such a good servant and stuff and then he's like maybe it's a I mean, it's not at this point, but maybe at this at this point he decides he is going to betray her because maybe he was thinking, ah, oh, yeah, I'll let her in on the secret eventually, and then he goes, nah, fuck her, man. She's yeah. going up. With the Yeah, bomb maybe, as well. maybe you might be right there. Interesting theory. Yeah. Um, but I love, I love as well. He's like, you know, Bond has escaped, and she's like, oh, how careless. Yeah, that's right. By right the way, meet my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, an old friend of the family. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, she has a massive exposition bit about her backstory, which is like. Yeah, it's I'm like, like ah, okay. <laughs> the content between her and Bond, but it's like, yeah, all right. So, Kamal so Khan it goes true. and decides to hire a gang of, you know, like street thugs, basically. Um, yeah. one of whom uh, carries his weapon of choice as buzzsaw. a yo-yo buzzsaw, which is pretty cool. And I think that Pull that on your ops. It's one of the few things that ties together all three of the franchises we've covered, Henry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, as well as, actually, this film does two of those things because you have the saw kind of theme going on, which yeah. obviously saw. So, and now I'm trying to think in Batman when they use a saw. Like a... a uh, well, they don't use a yo-yo kind of weapon. Yeah, but they, they must them use them. a saw at some point. Uh, okay. Did you will probably find oh. it in it. There's probably in like a Batman animated like series episode, someone uses something like that. Yeah, I no, I'm trying to think, like, Batman must use a sword at some point in one of the films. I don't know. It seems like a bit of a lethal weapon, you know. Let's oh. look at like a Michael Keaton film, see if he like cuts someone in half and then just laughs off. Huh. Uh, well, anyway, besides, we do also get clowns, which is obviously uh, certainly a clown in Batman, and in Saw, you do kind of get. Billy the Puppet's kind of like a weird clown, isn't he? Well... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm reaching. But anyway, uh, so then we get... Yeah, the yeah. Saw game, they have the photograph of Bond there and they're like, yeah, the woman must not be harmed, and the guy's laughing, you know, with his like yeah. crooked teeth eyes yeah. and eyes. What would you say, James? Um, someone even someone said this on Twitter earlier, the uh, Tobin Bell's a Bond villain, maybe? Oh! Could you imagine that? But bonds are a saw trap. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. You, I mean, you kind of get a bad version of that inspector, don't you? But yeah. But in that's fact, in inspector, they basically use an actual saw trap from. Well, we'll we'll talk about. it. In a oh moment. yeah, we will talk about it. But anyway. oh, yeah, yeah, I know. You're looking forward to that. Yeah, one. we we'll talk about it just a bit. Yeah, we'll we'll touch on it. Like um conversation so yeah uh so then okay um i'm gonna sort of chop this up a little bit but v, v uh, we get like um you know the saddest part of the film but like the build-up to it is obviously q and vj they're like well q, they're what taking it in turns to you know be bond's sort of point of contact yeah Desmond uh, so Llewellyn like- is definitely not on the set in pinewood here yeah and Q's like, and Q's still there fishing. He's having the time of his life, I reckon, you know. He likes to be grumpy, but he's like, he's, he's just chilling fishing, man, you know. What would he rather be doing in that moment, I yeah. think? Um, and VJ comes to relieve him, of course. Uh, unfortunately, very sadly, VJ is killed by the um, by Gobinders gang, basically. Yeah, man. Um, It's like, like this, this is like. Of all the Bond, like, allied deaths, man. This made me, like, genuinely yeah. sad. Like, I was like... It made me oh. sad and angry. I'm like, I want to fuck them up now, man. I want to watch all of them die. Like, why would you kill VJ? He's, like, the nicest guy, man. Yeah. As well as, like, this reminds me of even, like, uh one of the things that Q said to him is, like, you know, don't, la- don't let him uh, teach you any of his bad habits, like... When yeah, that's right. And, and you've it's got, you know... Mess. And, the, you know, oh, Bond... Uh you know, on an island populated exclusively by women, we won't see him until dawn. Yeah. Good opportunity there to use that. Um but yeah, sadly vj is killed off. Um and I do like the fact, I mean I'm skipping forward a bit, but Bond does get the chance to mourn him briefly. Which is a lot more that could be said for some of the previous uh <laughs> yeah you know, sacrificial Probably lambs. So they die half the time. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, uh VJ's like, you know, he has a moment of, like, grief there, which is, uh, you know, reassuring to see, in a way. Um, but Bond does fight off the Saw gang um, with with Octopussy, and, and, and the actual octopus as well. Yeah, it's a good fight. Yeah, it's a good yeah. fight. It's, you know, ticks all the boxes sort of thing, doesn't it? In, but, uh, including the octopus assassin, you know, like, yeah. like dry-humping that guy's bait. Well, actually, probably not dry, but yeah. It's like that action where it's sucking on the guy's face, man. It's like, Ugh, oh, it's yeah, that must be painful. Because, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong, but the suckers on an octopus also have teeth on them, right? Oh, he's muted. Never mind. Um, okay. I-, I think well, uh, that's the case, at least. I think yeah, it's- yeah, it's got, it's got octopuses have a beak, don't they? Yeah, they do. Oh, my. I don't even want to imagine what I did to him. Oh, he's getting face fucked by an octopus, man. That's bad, is It's it? not like he's oh. getting eaten by one. Yeah, oh, could you imagine that? That's, oh, and just oh, like you've fact, got the sound as well. The sound design there is just like, uh, yeah, and it has like, like another shot of like face. that guy getting eaten as well. Like, I like the fight though. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's good, man. Like, with he's the sword and everything. Like, over, man. It's like, and it's like, for, for how old he isn't in mm. this film, he pulls it off really well, like, the work right. and everything that goes into it. He escapes in the uh <laughs> crocodile submarine. Oh in. yeah, because because yeah, because I realised like I thought, how did Bond get off this island as well again? Because like <laughs> Pussy wasn't gonna let him leave. Like you know, you got to stay for at least a week. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like it's just ridiculous. It's outrageous once again. Like what is that? And then he just steps out of it so casually. Later, I absolutely love it, man. Yeah, it was um, like I assume that he killed you know the guy, and there wasn't always that. Does this does Q's like alligator robot thing like actually have a function where it looks like it's a real one where it twists around and shit, but I don't it, know. Yeah, maybe um dispatches like a real crocodile from from part of it. Yeah, yeah, it? maybe. Yeah, Q yeah, that's why <laughs> Q has to be in range man. he's on the coast like operating it, you know? Yep. Um so yeah, and then he sees like VJ's been killed. Oh, and you have the really horrible moment where Q goes, "He was alive when I found him," and you're like, "Fuck!" So man, funny. this guy like suffered as well. Like that, that, that really—that's what annoys me the most. I'm like, "Ah, they—they done VJ dirty, man. Like I want justice for VJ. Like, and, uh, you you want to see those guys get like curb stomped, man? Yeah, man. yeah. for one, got eaten alive by an octopus, so you know. Fair enough. Yeah, but uh, I just wanted a bit more. Like, uh, I don't know. It is what it is, man. I think the important thing is you do have a moment of like you know um remorse or not Somvenous. remorse but you know yeah somber like yeah like you have the music and stuff it's like oh yeah that's a shame then uh yep. bond goes to east berlin um because he found a lead from you know Octopus's draw um
2: yeah uh, he, he meets
0: that yeah he meet. yeah that's right because he meets em the in the taxi right, and they go awful. and uh you know, they're like, oh, you know, going to the circus. So, And, you know, there's a great line where M goes, well, uh, 007, you're on your own now. It's like, oh, thanks for the reassuring words. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real comfort. <laughs> yeah, I love that line. Yeah, it's great. Um, so then he sees, uh, you know, the well, the bomb is, uh, there's a bomb that gets planted on, uh, on a train, which is carrying all the circus gear, obviously. Yeah. Um, I like the music with this as well. Like, yeah, oh yeah, it's like great. Kind of the it, bomb theme in this the film completely changes tonally, actually. It goes from like this kind of like jolly sort of Indian atmosphere, very exotic, very warm, very colorful, very, um like I said, exotic, where you just like Bond's exploring this country and these faces. It's just like very interesting. They really make the most of it, they sell yeah. it so nicely. Yeah, and, and then goes, you've got like this very, and then you have a tone the opposite, like cold, like, dangerous. Um, yeah, like quite depressing. You know, yeah, exactly. Like I, I actually really like this. The fact that now that you bring out... the fact that these are the two main locations out of the film, mm. it, they really contrast each other perfectly. Yes, yeah, chalk they, and cheese, isn't it? And you've yeah. got what what's interesting as well. That actually Bond tonally changes as well Um because. Like I said, um, especially in the opening, but throughout the Indian, he doesn't really like, he doesn't kill anyone in cold blood. He's not very, you know, he's like, it's, there's nothing particularly violent, you know. I mean, obviously, yeah, Vijay's death is violent, but Bond doesn't care that. Bond, in in general, is just, he's dispatching of people without, you know, I mean, he burns the guy's ass on the coals and stuff like that, you know. Um, But... Actually, when he's in East Berlin, then he starts like shooting people in the face and stuff, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly. I, like, it's, it's, lot really, more... it's really a credit to, to him as well, the fact that he. Because throughout a lot of these like previous films as well, like in The Man with the Golden Gun, and it's, it's particularly that, you know, I try to make him out as like some sort of like cold blooded killer, you know, but. And they don't really do that as successfully as I think here, for example, where. He... But like Roger Moore has actually shown he can flip on the Switch. Like, it, it feels like these are. Not just the locations as well. It's like they've somehow successfully stitched together two different films. Like mm. but it's like seamless kind of. It's not like it's like really obvious, but the fact that I didn't even really notice uh the obvious change in how he behaves. Um and you know, his dispatching of the goons mm. and so on and so forth. Yeah. Like he's you know, he's interrogating like um General Orlov as well And yeah. the train it's so good. Yeah, yeah. He confronts Orlov on the train. Um yeah, it's a great conversation. It's, it's the only time that Bond and, and the... I mean, Kamal Khan, yeah, he's the main villain in this film, but all of his also kind of... I mean, when we rank them, we'll rank them together, I think. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, in, I don't want to spoil future films, but you do get kind of villain team-ups where you don't have, like, a distinct main one. It's kind of two or even three of them. And you kind of... I think this is quite, I think this is the first film where that really happens. Um, you sh- I mean look at look at for your eyes only man they're like 50 oh now. yeah sorry of course yeah literally the last film we reviewed yeah exactly. um, well it's that yeah. big deal, so but you know uh, this is the only time he comes face to face with all of which is quite interesting um, mm-hmm. and it's, you know he's it's, it's it's a big character good. obviously it's like mean, the acting is like the fact that like all of like yeah you can't stop this you know like nothing's gonna all desperate he's like you know it's better than letting he's like and he you can see he's like at the end of the day he's a patriot he's like well he's he's genuinely believes in in the cause that's what makes always makes a good villain for me you know when they actually they really believe in the cause i mean all of is the hero of his own story right yeah he and his dying words he actually dies happy basically because he dies believing he's the hero of the soviet union and he's like saved his country that's 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 really and that is his motivation he's right like, really doing what he thinks is best for his people yeah. which you know i think that that mr was a well. long way for me in terms of like a convincing villain you know always obviously cuz like he looks like he's like like visibly sweating in this as well yeah like, and the fact that he's literally just trying to buy time until someone Pot- knocks on the door and distracts bond and like they- like, he really gets out of that by the skin of his teeth, man. Like, makes yeah. just, like, just scream, like, kill him, kill him. Like, yeah, that's now, like, right. We have like 50 Soviets running around. So, obviously, the actor for all of um, Stephen Burkov is an English guy who's also in A Clockwork Orange, like, randomly, and in Brass Eye, which is just, like, so out there, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, like, a bit of a, uh, I love my uh, British sitcoms and, like the fact he pops up in brass eyes like mad, but yeah, there you go. Um would highly recommend that if uh, if you haven't seen it. It's uh Chris Christopher Morris. Um it's like mock uh, six or seven mockumentaries, and it's the same guy who um who directed Four Lines. So nice, uh, anyway, um so all of uh, yeah gets to you know explain the plot to Bond. Yeah. <laughs> and um and then yeah, the killing starts. Basically, they're all shooting each other in the face. Um, then Bond and uh, all of the, you know, they're on the train and stuff. And so they're like all of pursues in the in the car. And then Bond gets in one of his cars as well, yeah, and he's Bond driving gets his car because it's got the jewellery in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's driving it on the train tracks. I don't know how feasible that really is. And um, man, so... this is the thing. Like they did it in Top Gear. It's possible. Yeah, yeah, but they have to, like, custom build the car. You can't just get any cars to do that. Yeah, I know, but you, you never <laughs> know. Like, I mean, honestly, as well, with Soviet cars, they probably just use the same words. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, I mean, it's, what it's, always it's confuses like, me is why does the um, train um, track, like, station guy, why does he change him onto different lanes? Probably because I mean, he thinks the car's, like, just going to crash right into the back of that train. Yeah, but that's surely less disruptive than what's inevitably going to happen when a train like has a head on. I know, but maybe this guy on the uh, East Germany can see this guy's like clearly a criminal. So he's just going to get him killed by the next train. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I know like, those trains are pretty sturdy, but like, you know, uh, I mean, I'm not buying like, the. I mean, in this, it's very exaggerated. It's, it's not focused on, so they get away with it. But like the way the car like literally flies, like it's a piece of paper, man. Like, you yeah, know. true. But I mean that's, that's answer, not like, happening. But those I mean, those not those trains back it, yeah. those steam trains are like proper plows, aren't they? So yeah. I mean, this is not the last time you see a train destroy a, a vehicle. Mm, a train, so. Absolutely. Uh, but Bond does get on the jump on the train at the last second. Um, well you know what this film does really successfully. I forgot to mention earlier with um something uh, that reminded that's me of Goldsinger. But yeah. um th- I mean this film does it th- throughout the entire thing. It just reinvents classic Bond moments where it's just, okay, we've seen this before and we're doing it in a different way. And they do that so many times, just so successfully. It's not trying to do anything too clever, anything too new. It just, just does tweaks on what's already been done before. There was a moment from Goldfinger, which, um, has escaped me now, but worked when really well.
1: When crushes the dice.
0: Yeah, that's right. Completely forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, there was something in particular, but it, it, it escaped. Is it, is, there with, is, it, is it like a parallel of something in this scene? No, not in this scene. It was earlier, but it doesn't matter. Um, so then, yeah. Uh, so this uh, train scene is happening. Bonds, you know, along the side of it and stuff. It's like, you know, pretty tense. Um, oh, yeah. Well, you're love... the side. I'm pretty sure they severely injured the stunt uh, worker doing this. Oh really? Oh, I mean, not the first time, but still. All yeah. um, of uh, is in pursuit, and he gets out, and eventually, uh, you know, I mean, he's running after the train.
1: I like how when he's pursuing, he you can see him going crazy in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's silent. Yeah, there's no
0: audio, but yeah, you could just see yeah. him like, shouting. You could still like, you hear
1: just... him. Uh, Goggles
0: uh, in pursuit as well. That's sharper, um, you know. Yeah, who basically all gets killed, not by Goggle, but you know, he doesn't really do he much. He gets to killed say by anything. American troops because he's crossing into uh, West. Oh State. yeah, American territory. Yeah, that's right.
1: He uh, and he he has the most I don't know over the top poetic dramatic death you could think of. It's brilliant,
0: though. I think yeah. of all the of, of all the Bond villain deaths, this is like one of the best. Uh, in terms of just and like i like said before you know he basically wins like he, he dies as far as he's concerned he's he's the hero of the soviet union he, so those are his last words he must be like pretty... he's like you know <laughs> he doesn't know Euphoric. any better it, so you know yeah cuz well cuz he's dying like the the smuggling of jewels doesn't matter anymore but he knows the main thing will happen at least in his mind exactly we get yeah.
1: We, yeah. we we get a scene where uh, uh, where Kamal Khan is out low, outlining when the bomb's going to be exploded, and he says mm-hmm. oh, it's yeah. now eleven forty-five, and then James Bond checks his watch to see if Kamal Khan's got the time right, which is oh yeah, quite funny. It's very very Roger Bond
0: like disguised as the uh, in that same <laughs> monkey suit. These and Diamonds Are Forever, I'm pretty sure. Is that right? I think so. Like because I saw a shot of it in Diamonds Are Forever, and they look like the same suit, huh? Wow. I mean, it's not every day you use like a like a gorilla. Yeah, it's just suit. knocking around in Pinewood Studios somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. He is in the gorilla suit. Um, and then we basically, yeah. It, oh, it's a great yeah. fake out, like cause Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kicks God off doesn't the, man, He doesn't miss a trick. It, yeah, and it does lead to the the you know the the fight the uh, another train fight kicks off basically I again it's, it's just d- remixed in a completely different uh, way, very entertaining, obviously with the twins, but also mainly Gobinder as well. Yeah, because he's all, he's already knocked out, well, yeah. maybe killed um, uh, Grishka, I think. Yep. Because he's like stuffed him in the cannon, you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, which isn't addressed later on, because they use the cannon at some point someone must have looked in there and gone, oh, um, that doesn't belong there. <laughs>
1: you know. Well, just,
0: oh, the amount of accidents you have in the circus, fuck it, you know.
1: It does mm. get addressed because there's an inspector at the border who, who Looks down it and yeah, he must have either decided.
0: Oh, oh, okay. I'm I'm Yeah, it would have been a bit awkward stuff. if they're parading that around uh, outside. Yeah, the exactly. Side of this. Like, um, uh, shoes are sticking out there. Oh, just the maintenance man, you know. Yeah, and uh, anyway, so yeah, this train fight obviously culminates in Bond uh, being pursued into the woods, very much like 009. Yeah, it's like um, a. Yes, of the twins. Back to the beginning, actually. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, same music and everything. Day job, I really, really like it, because it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something they do as well throughout the Bond series. It's like, I mean, most obviously in, in From Usher With Love, where they have, you know, someone, you know, Reg Grant killing her Bond in quotation marks. But, you know, for example, Scamanga killing, you know, the yeah. guy in his fun house. And, Not um, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and... I mean, there are probably other examples as well. I just can't think off the top of my head. Um, In the way that it's kind of like setting up for a part where Bond will be in the same position, Mm -hmm. but... Mm -hmm. Which adds the tension to it, because you've seen someone get killed like this, or... uh, And then you can imagine how that would go out. Like, you can already, like, also complete Bond dying in this, but he he doesn't, obviously, so... And the way Bond gets out of it is very, like, oh, it's, like, right on the edge. You know, this is the thing about the whole plot of the film as well, like, all of... Is actually like literally a split second away from pulling off his scheme as well, like an actual split second, which is like amazing. This film's really. And then obviously the next thing you see is uh, Bond hitchhiking. So, yeah, he's you know. <laughs> Germany, man. he's fucking it up. <laughs> he's getting mugged off by these like German kids, you know, and everything like. Is that me, mate? If I got mugged off by these guys, be like, yeah, fuck you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like take off in the night <laughs> car and then leave you guys to burn, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets stuck in, like, a car with, like, the most stereotyped Germans as well, you know. It's yeah, like... man, like, they're offering him, like, bread, you know, sausage, you know, beer, yeah. you know, the
1: drink. No, right. what's, what's the German sausage called? Um... That's a lot of them. Frankfurter.
0: Yeah, Frankfurt. What's oh, the one course. they stick on the, the door in Peep Show? a <laughs> Wurst, I don't know. Actually, the, no, that is just a normal, they put, like, a, a sausage on there. It's like, you know, the sausage guzzling um krauts. Oh, what Sausage munches or something. Yeah and you've got uh you know crack cra- uh what do you call them Saus. krauts you know yeah um but that comes from the the german sausage anyway just Saus. yeah very Saus. stereotypical they're very amazing um uh, oh yeah, Kamal Khan's obviously—they're all in the circus as usual—and uh, you, you know, Bond's never going to miss a chance to like poke fun at Americans. So you've got this like really like low IQ, mouth American general who is like, "Oh, I'm sure they're going to blast out of this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I can't see you by the way.
1: <laughs> there's a there's a good moment when they're leaving, where like, Gobindur and Kamal Khan get into the car and. It oh yeah it doesn't it doesn't start initially that was actually that was improvised it was improvised and really wow. yeah, that wasn't yeah. actually planned and then they left it in the film Brilliant.
0: Yeah, because I like I like that bit because they both remain in character. Like, yeah. they both kind yeah, of like look yeah. at each other. It's like, oh fuck, and then the car actually starts. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Thinking, oh, we're gonna have to steal someone's car in this. And, you know, that's amazing that that's improvised because that's always a scene that got me like as a kid. You know, watching, you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> like it's just such a small thing, but yeah, that's amazing. Like that combined with the bicycle earlier. You know, and you can imagine how much Roger Moore adds in on his own sort of bits as oh. well. <laughs> well. Wonderful. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> Bond like nicks someone's car, basically. Which is like, And what I like is, it's like the uh, director for this film, uh, John Glenn, I believe his name is, who also did uh, Furai's own Only. He did, he did a few of these Bond films that we're coming to in the 80s. And, um, you know, great directing to allow all these things to sort of happen. Um, you know, because you get, I mean, directors these days, I mean, for all the time, but directors, are, you know, can be very controlling, very... Um, you know, very stubborn, making sure it's they get campy. their own way. And what's great with these films, it's very evident that the directors just kind of allowing things to, you know, allowing the actors to put their own spin on things. I mean, you know, like with the tennis stuff, uh, what Random you mentioned about Magda. Cyclists, you know? Right. It's just allowing these things to, you know, and just, and and uh, you know, it doesn't always work, of course, in some films, but in this film, I think everything works. And, uh, you know, hats off to the director for that as well, of course. Mm. Um so yeah. Um Put it right there. Escapes. With... Bond nicks a car. Yeah. Oh, and as they're escaping, of course, they see Bond driving the other way as well. Yeah. Which is good. Um, I like I-, I love that bit from like Kamal Khan as well. It's like, you know, yeah. like is like mate, that was Bond, he's like, Great, he'll he'll be late and we'll <laughs> yeah. get rid of him too. Yeah. It's me. I mean, of and Kamala, they have like a complete faith that this uh, thing will will carry out. You know, I mean, and th- again, they were so close. Yeah, because be speaking, the stuff that Bond has to get go through to get there, it's like you know, yeah, 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 random guy in like some red jacket is trying to get and see like you know, the U.S. air base commander. Like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's right. In a um... how, Ow. what, what's going on?
1: Yeah, go on. Tom. Um, How James Bond is on his own completely because Hmm. he's being mostly obstructed by the by the um, public and he's being and the, the villains are just putting their plan into action. Not only that, but the police, the law enforcement, also are after Bond as well. So, all for a for a threat that only he knows about and has to explain to everyone yeah. first, and then solve if they let him do it. That's basically. a great.
0: That's a really great point, actually. And it's it's even better because you know he this is Bond being purely resourceful and having to think on his feet. He has no gadgets. He has no vehicle. He re- has nothing. He has nothing but his own wits to just save yeah, effectively save the world or you know at least save <laughs> the west <laughs> so, you know um and he yeah again and he's like he's really up against it this is, he's got nothing going in his favor yeah you're right it's, that's really interesting and he and it's genuinely like secret agent stuff as well you know he's got this information and uh only he knows it yeah
1: and um, he has and when he infiltrates no the, when he infiltrates the tent later he has people like rat on this film just because he wears a clown disguise but he had no other option with i this. think that's great yeah, and I've, never, yeah. I've never fact seen fact that's too, bad like, thing
0: i think that's like genuine it's the same on the uh, 009 wears mm. as well exactly yeah exactly yeah uh, and that's, you associate that clown as well. when i was watching it like you know imagine seeing 009 sort of like little film where he's uh yeah. arrived in that situation you know. I, I like it as well because this is another thing this is a more subtle way of like you know with Mishkin Grishki you know they previously killed them with yes. this like so I, I don't know if this is like an intentional thing or whether it would work out like this but you associate that ca- like clown outfit with you know like the death of 009 and his failure right or mm-hmm. partial success I guess because he actually got to the embassy um so you know I guess subconsciously that would that would also raise the stakes, just like you know, one percent perhaps for this.
1: Yeah, the um the music is also very good because it builds up and yeah. um, it's like yeah. do 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 do. Yeah, then that's like, right. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I know. Yeah, while
0: well, uh, Bond also sets a world record for a uh, clown, <laughs> you know, makeup and uh, getting dressed. <laughs> well, I think they do show that some time has passed. I'm not really sure, but even so, it's incredible for. Do you reckon they taught them that in, like, MI6, how to uh, apply clown makeup just in case? Uh, Unless there was a makeup artist in there, perhaps. Maybe. And he just went, oh, yeah, I'm a stand-in or whatever, like, just get me done quickly. Yeah. Because the makeup is done identical to the other clowns, so... Yeah, maybe. Um, But anyway, uh, so then, uh, yeah, Clown Bond enters the circus, you know... um, Barely. And nobody believes him, you know, he goes up to the American, yeah, sure, where else would a bomb be? <laughs> um, basically, you might as well have J- Sheriff J.W. Pepper there at this point. <laughs> um, no one believes him except Octopussy, fortunately. Yeah, because she um, recognizes him through all the makeup and shit, because he yeah. takes the hat and the nose off, you know. That's right. She,
1: he- she hears his voice, which is quite unmistakable.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I-, I just I do want to make a comment, because I was talking about this to someone yesterday. I think Roger Moore has my favourite voice of all time. Mm. His voice is just—he's just got this really warm, sort of brown voice, like golden voice. And I had to describe it. It's just—if I could have anyone's voice, although you know, another guy's voice is like fantastic. Is uh, Rowan Atkinson?
2: Mm.
0: His accent um, when he's talking an interview—he's a really deep, rich voice, uh, and obviously a very refined accent as well. Like Roger, oh, personally, I'd rather have a uh, jigsaw Tobin Bell's voice, so, <laughs> so I wouldn't have to constantly do the impression of him. Hello, Henry. Hello, uh, and who's, who's your favorite voice, Tom? That you you know, you would like to have Charles Grace
1: Blofeld James Mason.
0: Oh, interesting choice. I thought you, could said, I thought you said James May from a I was like, What? <laughs> yeah, same as well. I was like, Hang on a minute. Hello, okay, um, good to know. So, yeah, uh, and then, and you know what I like about this with the bomb defusal, right? Because this is already oh, something yeah. we've seen before in uh, Goldfinger. And um, this is more specifically Spy Love Me, this reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's not on a timer in the Spy Love Me. I mean, the action of diffusing the bomb is the same, yes. Yeah. Um, but True. the fact you have a timer, you know what I like about it is because anyone who's been following the Bond franchise has also seen Goldfinger. And they'll remember the bomb defusal and how it yeah, you know stops at 007 which you know is obviously like quite tongue-in-cheek and you only have twice to starts to count down at five uh yeah that's field. right and then you've got um this where you're like okay so you're watching it and you're like if you're watching this for the first time you go okay I, and i remember first time watching this when i was however old i'm going okay yeah it's probably gonna stop on 007 and then it doesn't it's like oh well maybe 005 then it doesn't 003 so you're like oh shit is this actually gonna go off yeah it's like a very clever very subtle way of actually again remixing something that's already been done before but still making it interesting you know yeah as well i remember like seeing this like you know literally the other day and it's just Mm. like despite the fact you know what happens it builds the tension so well like with the music as well like with it yeah, the General of Bonds does something, like, logical and tells everyone to shut the fuck up so he can, like, you know, defuse this, like, literally Bond defusal, like, situation. But the bo- the uh, the general's, like, very slow thinking, man. So he's like, the amount of time he takes to look at the bomb and goes, yeah, let him go. Like, oh, great decision-making, man. You, yeah, exactly, you, you, man. You climbed your way to the top there, didn't you, the American military? <laughs> but uh, anyway, so Bond saves the day, of course. Um, and... <laughs> And then the only loose end to tie up is uh, they return to India as Octopussy leads the attack on Kamal Khan's base. Yeah. Um, You know, now this is probably, I mean, yeah, for sure, sure the the most outrageous moment in, I'm tempted to say, the whole franchise. I mean, these women uh, in pretty, like, you know, uh, you know, skimpy sort of outfits, and it's not just—it's not just the skimpy. it's <laughs> The fact that some they're in like I also meant to mention with Octopus's bodyguards—they're like they have like the villain kind of outfits where they're like, like bright some of them colors, do, but then you know? some of them are wearing actual bikinis where it's like okay, but like um, they're wearing such bright colors and they're meant to be like like you know sneaking around and shit. Well, I mean they're obviously light on their feet and you know gymnastics, yeah, yeah, obviously. So but... you know, but um. Huh. I don't know. It's like, for this, like, I don't know if this was like originally intended, like back in the day, to be like a goal power thing. I don't really know. Like, you know, like yeah, it's, well, it's weird because it's not, um, it's not offensive. I don't think it's it's done in you know relatively good taste. I don't, yeah, I, I, like, I don't right. know if you can say that, but it's just it's mean. just again, it's just outrageous. You know, it's like wow, they really did this. <laughs> I love as well, like the trapeze artist swinging from like a bar that's supposedly hanging from nothing as well, like across the. Uh, across yeah. the palace unless they attached it there the day before and uh and and of course and it's actually funny because in the previous three films we've had the drunk italian sort of you know double take guy um and you do kind of get that here as well you get the indian yeah. guard sort of like whoa whoa
1: you know yeah they're all they're all drunk in this, so i think
0: it's yeah really- that's right and you hear uh, also gobliners sigma you know disdain for women ah, women selling themselves you know it's, yeah. it's oh.
1: You know, well one thing verbally spits you... on the basic.
0: Come on, Carl's just like nabbing all the foreign cash you can get. Yeah. And it's I can like, print and like, yeah, I can
1: print my own money, this you know,
0: like is... <laughs> yeah. and then yes, obviously it's... Bond and Key Rock up in the the Union Jack hot Air Blue no, Yeah, this. You like just... got like the Bond theme as well. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's not just the Bond theme. It's like the kind of like Roger Moore Bond theme almost, you know, it's like on these different sort of instruments and it's, I don't know, there's something it's about light, it. It's just kind of like a lighter bomb. Like. Yeah. It's, it's just absolutely spot on, man. And, you know, and, and the, the the dialogue once again, you know, it's like, you sure, you know, it's to handle this contraption key. It's like, it goes by Hossette. Oh, well then you can, you know, it's, it's yeah. just brilliant. Yeah. And he uh, like just bails out of it. Like <laughs> mid thing. He's just like, come back here 007. Nice, it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> like talk like he's his like dad or something you know there is like a yeah. massive movie mistake happening here because obviously Oxpussy uh, confronts kamal khan he tries to black his way out of it successfully um you know knocks her out takes her on horseback to the plane oh and yeah exactly all of a sudden it's daylight outside so you know yeah. he, it's like so also, obvious that like,
1: was that was but, but when they landed on the thing it was dark and you could see yeah. it was getting light so
0: oh, the sun was rising you think yes oh, no i know but it's it's way too it's obvious too man. Like it's, no, it's, no, it's it's not like... just like dawn it's broad daylight man it's like but clearly like but mid-afternoon
1: but <laughs> like, from what i understand that's what happens at the equator it gets dark very quickly and it gets light very quickly Tom, you
0: i completely respect your like you defended tarzan you're defending this fair play man I'll I'll, I'll I'll go with it i don't mind it's not <laughs> um At least I do not have too much to defend myself so uh, yeah bond pursues uh, pursues them on a horseback um while q lands <laughs> as well uh, yeah because he takes out guard with the with the fucking balloon man like that's right because like yeah that's right they all, they all that's right jumped. yeah that's right it's so good man <laughs> yeah, they all get jumped by this guard and then like he yeah. notices he just like you know fucking I don't know how you control a high air balloon but like he just like knocks him out like yeah. crashes that's right that's into his right. back and then like and as he gets out, they're all just like swarming him, you know. Yeah, that's right. there's like, this, right. this no time for that. This it's Hugh yeah, huge moment. Yeah, Um. Anyway, in the meantime, Bond uh, somehow leaps from horseback to the back of this plane. Oh yeah. Um. A lot of stunt work went into this, you know. Yeah. Now I don't know how physically possible any of this is. Is it at all? Or could I think, this? I mean, there's a thing though. There are. There's such a thing as wind walking, wing walking, which. It's done where people walk on planes, like on like more like biplanes, but but like if you if you got on on a plane, I mean this is a small plane, so I guess it's not that powerful, but it does look pretty high up. Could you feasibly like grip onto, like say you're handcuffed at least to it, so you couldn't like you know fall to your death? But you know, could you actually like you know not pass out or whatever on in that situation? I think it's possible. And actually, this actually happened i, I okay. have to fact check this you know um, no
1: it has actually happened because this guy who flew from the uk to south africa cooling onto a plane oh yeah, so. ah, yeah that's right yeah that's he, true. he
0: like clung to the undercarriage of the of a jumbo jet like for example <laughs> so this is probably possible okay yeah, yeah i suppose it could, it with the stunt actors it could feasibly happen i wonder okay. how much they paid this <laughs> guy to do this though <laughs> yeah it's amazing it, it's amazingly done and you know obviously you know, Kamal Khan sends Gobindar up there to go and... Uh... Oh, I love it as well, where, like, you know, with, like, previous Bond henchmen, they would have probably been, like, yeah, all right. But then with him, he's just, like, out there. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's... I, I like I like the delight Kamal Khan shows as well, when he thinks he's finally killed. Yeah, ben. that's right. And then, And like...
0: Gobindar does a double take as well when he sees him. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. shit. And he, like, gets him to look out as well, man. It's great.
1: Yeah. like
0: ripping out the cables. I don't know what his plan was. Like, rip out the cables to like the plane's engine, and then like I think he's
1: trying to get the plane to force it to land or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: That's what I got from it as well. Yeah. And you also get like Octopus's reaction to him, like you know, sticking his head down through the porthole. Like, what is going on, man? (laughs) Yeah, like, like, like you should probably. Am I fucking like dreaming or some shit? Like, good, good for Bond actually, because you know, like, he has really no. Staking this at, ass- he's really, really risking his life to like save Oxpussy and like, good for him, man. Yeah, what, well, yeah, what, well, well, yeah. oh, you know, we can get behind that. I, I love as well, like, like Cause just it's easy he- to criticize Bond for like, oh, disposing women and stuff, but he really makes a real effort to like yeah. save her life, which you have it- to, risk yeah, it. like, you know, with this, sh- yeah, like, I love as well, like after he like fucks up the engine, like, come on, cars, I was like, you know, he'll kill us all, you know, like. Mm. Yeah, like he he's like you know I thought I was insane man like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> so yeah like that's, right. that's right into a plane <laughs> <just to> fuck <laughs> me over yep so Bond uh, manages to you know get Octopussy out saves a, a bit of a movie mistake where his hand isn't positioned properly like yeah, yeah, yeah. I notice that every time but it doesn't matter yeah. saves Octopussy yeah. um, Kamal Khan dies of course Gobindor yeah, also dies shot of him like screaming before he like crashes you know he, no, he has... has... I don't think he's screaming. I think he's, yeah, he's not screaming. screaming, but he's shouting. He's like, ah! Oh, he
1: has, he has oh the, yeah, you're right. He, does. he has the weirdest death pose as well. He like, <laughs> yeah. I can't um... do it in front of the camera, but, like, he... Yeah. I don't know. It always struck me as odd when I saw it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, as well, like, I also forgot to mention how Goldwinder gets dispatched, man. Like, hmm. he's like obviously, he's like trying to cut bond bonds. He just like flings, like, the antenna into his face, man. You know,
1: what's interesting though, like, they go on this film about like oh the stuntman has a parachute which you can clearly see but like
0: oh i'm sorry could you what i why I, I, like that, that. That I like to think that
1: that i like to think that Goblin like shoved it under his clothes before going out to get one <laughs> and then like yeah, like, yeah why not that... yeah
0: i would <laughs> yeah exactly like like that's not even yeah exactly. that's not even like too far i've never noticed the parachute that's
1: interesting same oh, when he's flying like... off you kind of yeah I know i don't know i noticed it
0: well, that means Goblin just survived, actually. So he's out there somewhere. Oh right? yeah, man! He Should he uh... inherited he inherited all of Kamal's. Work, yeah, exactly. yeah, he He pulled a reverse knickknack, you know, like.
1: <laughs> That's what makes him the biggest sigma, because he actually like you know. Yeah, gets yeah. All
0: the yeah, yeah, well, 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 mm. well, he's not he's loyal like to his Scarface, boss. He's not loyal man. to his boss, then. But then again, he's seeking the bag, so You're yeah. Right? Mm-hmm well i mean this is just just a theory yeah that uh, palace has been yeah so uh you know everyone's uh you know i mean bond uh you know saves the day of course uh and then he's back in the he's in the boat with uh you know the in out boat yeah but Uh, i love there's also a self as an insert shot between not insert shop as a scene between with general Gogol though like He's like, yeah, my government categorically denies the event ever happened. By the way, though, where's the Romanov star? And it's like hanging on, like the uh, the champagne as well, like in where Bond is. Yeah, that's right. This priceless piece of jewelry, just like yeah, Um, yeah. And this uh...
1: really, this really should have been Roger Moore's final film, I think, because he had good chemistry with with. um, Yeah, it would have been nice. I mean, as
0: much as I love A View to a Kill um should have had timothy Dalton, just saying no, say no every time yeah yeah we, yeah it have been good to have Timothy, but i i, I do love roger moore in a View to kill even though he is old in it no nah. um that's but, that's what killed that film though i think no i don't think well we'll talk about it soon but um i it would have been nice to have like you know roger moore literally sailing off to the sunset with a woman he obviously cares about that looks right for him sort of thing as well yeah so, exactly yeah yeah, that's the last nice. scene in that, in Views to Kill, but we'll get to it. Yeah, mm. that would would have been nice for a few, uh, for uh, this to be Roger Moore's last film. But then we wouldn't have got A Views to Kill, which I do love as well. But anyway, we'll talk about that. But now we're going to rank the various elements within the Bond films up against each other. And we're going to start off with Bond actor himself. We have currently number one, Sean Connery. Number two, Roger Moore. Number three, George Lazenby. If we don't move Roger Moore number one now, then we never will, and I don't think we ever will. What? This Go is on. just my. This is this is
1: how
0: I. This is how I feel. No it's, way, Tom. The best of Roger Moore. You have is to put Roger Moore above Sean, Sean Connery, do not you?
1: I agree with Henry because this film is. The thing is with Roger Moore, he has so many different like films where it dips up and down in like quality and like like adjustment to him. Whereas Sean Connery doesn't have that as much, he has like, he's you he, like he's good in like all of his films, and you can't. No, what about Diamonds Are Forever? Diamonds Are Forever. He's still Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. I think he's got a good. He's got. A good,
0: he's good like, in that. He's not the problem in that film. And
1: Thunderball. Thunder. He's, he's still good, good in that film as well. And Never Say Never Again. We don't count that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's only Sean that film. That's, if you're counting Never Say Never Again,
0: that's one Bond film. You're gonna you're gonna count him like Roger Moore. Like in where he's like flip flopping in like a, a few of his like, for your eyes only, he doesn't really like. You can't believe it, especially not and in the moment Robin they God. took so long to and in live and let it die into, either. Yeah, I'm they devastated, took- man. I'm devastated. I can't You're believe it. And in a view this. to a kill, you know, where it's like he's <laughs> like, t- oh no, oh, I can't believe it, man. Well, whatever, man. I'm on record. Roger Moore's my favorite Bond, but. You know, majority. Yeah, well, well, Timothy Dunn's my favorite, and I know he will never be number one. I did manage to like fraud him in. No, I didn't fraud him. I had him number one for a, one episode. So yeah, you know. well, my my work is done. <laughs> All right, well, come on, man, you're really gonna put wife beat as Sean Connery above Roger Moore? It's not about shame on you, man. Shame on <laughs> It's about who they are as James. Yeah, James, so. yeah. I think Sean we all Connery know.
1: Your made James
0: You're going to put a ben ben Scotsman ben ben. above an Englishman, are you? Well, you know, Actually, he was so good that Ian Fleming rewrote exactly. Bond's background to make it. Yeah. Whatever. My hands are clean. <laughs> all right. Well, here's what it is. Um well, so, yeah. Anyway. Bond girl, number one, Tracy. Number two, Triple X. Number three, Domino. Number four, Holly Goodhead. Number five, Honey Rider. Number six, Miss Anders. Number seven, Melina. Number eight, Tatiana. Number nine, Aki and the Wife. Number 10, Pussy Galore. Number 11, Tiffany Case. Number 12, Solitaire. Number 13, Good Night. Number 14, BB. We're only halfway through this franchise as well. Fuck me. Um, where are we going to rank? Octopussy and Magda, I suppose. Maybe above Honey Rider. Oh, no way, man. I think Ot's Pussy goes far lower. What do really? you think, Tom? Yeah, I, I don't think Octopus is that good.
1: R- r- can you say the ranking again? Sorry.
0: No, I can't say all of that again. Of just just select a point from where. Uh,
1: below. Do you think she's good or mid or shit? You know, I think she's thing. going to, uh, she's I about can give you as... I can rank
0: I can give you like four names if you just give me a rough idea of where Would you put her uh, below Miss Anders.
1: I think she I think she yeah, goes she's above. She's gotta go Miss below Miss Anders. Anders, right? I think she oh. goes above Miss Anders because this what? this film like goes ar- this film fits around her so much Like Miss Anders is in a, from a different film in The Man of the Gone Gone yeah like. true and she gets killed. She's treated so poorly in that. I know, like, but
0: that's she's good. She's an intriguing story. I'd rather see a film about Miss Anders than she's about a, octopus.
1: She's a titian. You really wouldn't see in film that octopus. She's like so boring, Sanders. man. I mean, she's like it's going about boring. a life
0: story, man. Like because like... she
1: has a lot to talk about. She has like her business. Yeah, but no one cares, her, man. Like, it's like yeah, I diversify.
0: you yeah, a bit of sigma female, to be honest.
1: I think you're an outlier when it comes to...
0: Oh, wow, man. Like, I thought you guys would be right. I thought you'd too like this know. film, this man. Like... This is tough all for right. me, actually. I don't we're know. We're saying
1: it's high, you're um, saying it's All right, so
0: we're, so we're putting, uh, what, above or below Honey Rider? Uh, below. Um I don't know if i put her above Miss Anders, this is the thing. Because Miss Anders' character is good. Yeah. But she's just... It's the film that she doesn't fit in. I don't think you can fault her for that. Because we did the same kind of logic with... Well, well where should we put then? So Honey Rider's fifth, Missander's sixth, Melina seventh. I would put her below Melina, actually.
1: I'd put her above Melina.
0: I would I would prefer to see Melina put into a better written film than to see mm, Melina's very inconsistent though. I know, but that's because, probably but just yeah. I'd probably just I think Octopus does edge it above Melina, I think. Well, I can only fight so far. Um Okay. Villain, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, that number be one, Blofeld, Donald Pleasance, number two, Goldfinger, number three, Blofeld, Teddy Savalas, number four, Hugo Drax, number five, Scaramanga, number six, Dr. Kananga. number seven, Dr. No, number eight, Rosa Klebb. number nine, Emiliano Largo, number ten, Stromberg, number eleven, Christasos, number twelve, Charles Gray, Blofeld. Where are we going to put Kamal Khan and all of?
1: Are we doing oh, them individually, terrible. or are we doing them both? Uh,
0: it's really hard
1: to do oh, both. Oh, we did
0: separate Christatos and... Block. Oh, no, we didn't. No, yeah, we're going to have to rank them together. I would put them, actually, um, I tends to put them above Scaramanga, actually. What? No
1: way, man. They They're go, so I think, good. You I you think, think You're, like, that... moaning
0: about From Rush With Love being like, i put them below Rosa Klebb.
1: What? What? No, like they go way higher than that. They go, maybe I think number three because actually, because joking.
0: Wait, hang on a minute. You're putting above Telly Silas's blowfell.
1: Yes, because all of is, they're so great in their roles. Like all of, like
0: who let this guy cook?
1: Like um, um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I mean, we're
0: we're really different lot these now because I'd put them like like I I just don't think they're memorable at all. Where would you find
1: just, just just just? I I said up. I'd put
0: them below Rosa Klebb. Or oh, who's above Rosa Klebb? Doctor No, Doctor Kananga, Scaramanga. Put Rosa good Klebb part? below Doctor No. Um, yeah, that's that's fair. These are all really iconic villains, and um, I like them. I respect them. They're good actors, but I just they're just not memorable. Ah uh, man. It, nah, but General Olaf is so good that both of them are really. good. Yeah, they're, they're great. But as a Bond villain, you know, like, you know, they they're good together. But individually, you know, as, if we're doing them individually, then
1: individually okay, yeah,
0: they're great. That but like, you, you know, you just have... Kamal Khan on his own, he's definitely going below Rosa Klebb, and I think so. No,
1: you, no yeah, like, General Olaf. He has such good moments. Like he, he does, bit... but he's just again, he's not like
0: that. You memorable.
1: know, I would. He is though, like it's just the. Well, okay. I mean, we've got Scaramanga fifth, so
0: sixth, Kananga seventh, Doctor No, eighth, Rosa Uh um, This is the thing. I think they're. I think they're both better than Doctor No, but not as good as Rosa Klebb. Okay, so we could put them below Doctor No and above Rosa Klebb. No, but I think I don't think that. This is the thing. I would reverse Doctor No, Dr. no Rosa Klebb. So I would have Rose to put Klebb. them below Rosa Klebb. Well, what what do you think tom <laughs>
1: Just put them he's around. a
0: very high opinion it seems
1: yeah well i think on that basis i think it... dr no dr no's
0: pretty good man but he's there for like 5 minutes that's the problem yeah uh kananga i'm really thinking this now i i, I, I hmm. okay i think maybe below dr kananga then above dr no Man, what was this, crimes against Rush, Rush with Love, man? Well, I, I originally said below Rosa Club, you guys and are I, negotiating and I was higher, so that decision, you know. now you've changed it. You know. So, so, what then? Where would you have them? I just said below Rosa Club. Oh, okay. But Tom would have them much higher. And I, I think would, I would I, that's well. the thing. I think they're they be- they best than Doctor No, but No is Rosa Klebb. But the, because of the orders, I can't put them up in there. Uh, well, I mean, if Tom's not against it, we can switch it up. So Rosa Club goes seventh, then eighth, these guys, and then ninth. Doctor No. But I think Doctor No does deserve to go above Rosa Klebb. That's the thing. Well, I guess we we can we can put them below Rosa Club for now because we both agree on that. I think right. Mm. Oh, it's tough, man. It's really tough. you right, The threat. thing is that like, Kamal Khan is really? so quotable. Why
1: are you they... saying, like, why are you saying giving them compliments than saying, like, yeah, because they're so I'm, good, I'm they're so quotable. The whole thing. I'll put I was thinking I felt pretty clan. high and I was going to
0: lower <laughs> down trying to think, like,
1: yeah, oh, they and do you know what? Well, I
0: will say, they have a really good um, actual strategy, and they come so close to pulling it off. I think. Yeah, that, is that true. does go in their favor a lot as well. Um, so
1: mm. yeah, I think you have you have oh. good like genuine acting as well, like when. Yeah, yeah, no, the acting is superb.
0: No doubt about that. I think mm, I th- I'm looking at Dr. Kananga. I'm thinking <sighs> right now if they're better or worse than Dr. Kananga, because I really like him.
2: Mm. I would actually put him above Dr. Kananga,
0: then. I was considering putting him above uh, Scaramanga, actually. No, above. no, I can't
1: go above Scaramanga. But it's oh.
0: because of Scaramanga's, like... Because I think only in my mind, gets pulled down by the film he's in. But him himself. <laughs> and yeah, it's, exactly. It's...
1: Yeah, okay. Uh... Kananga. I don't know. Kananga's... Yeah, all right. right so all you right, would okay. put
0: him above Kananga, wouldn't you? Yeah, well Tom said I tell you so <laughs> I've right. of some
1: issue with my mic or something.
0: Alright, Kamal Khan uh, no, I and it. uh and all of going at uh, sixth. Below Scamanga, but above Kananga. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty I don't want to say generous, but that's pretty respectful. I think it's a reasonable settlement. It's respectful. That's right? not bad to be sixth on the list of exactly. uh, 13, so... And they, they've gone above Kananga, Doctor No, Rosaclade. You know, these are big names. Yeah. Okay, right. And this just speaks uh, to how many good bomb villains there are. I mean, you, you've both, like, done Roger Moore so dirty, man. It's so, like, yeah. like... It's like your uncle, man. Like, well, I don't know, like, how, how you can do that Still to don't me. care. Anyway. Uh, all right, villain. Uh, sorry, have just done the villain. Henchman. Oh. Gobinder. And I think we should throw in the Twins as well. Uh, uh, going up against number one, Jaws. Number two, Oddjob. Number three, Red Grant. Number four, Teehee. Number five, Bunt. Number six, Loke and Eric. Who's Eric? Oh, yeah, the German guy. Uh, Winston Kidd. Seventh. Eighth, Knickknack. Ninth, Fiona. And tenth, Hans. Um, where are we going to put Gobinder?
1: I think they go above... Well, tell me, what do you think?
0: Oh man, it's tough because I'm like thinking. I think above T. He and below Red Grant. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So it's tough. Who's above Bun? Uh, He. <laughs> I'm really tends to put him below, below Bunt. But he's great, man. He's yeah, good. Goblin is great. I know. He's and great. The I, you know, it's well. the it's the murderous look that he pulls off that might put him. Yeah, put him there. Yeah. All right, cast I think he should go below T because T's introduction is so good. we like Ben's Bond's gun. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And he like he's like fucking with Bond constantly, man. <laughs> the dialogue that's good, like, and you know, and also T and the crew, man. You know, you you've got a great cast. So you got like you know Baron Samady, him, and you know Adam, who like yeah, like, and you're... the taxi driver. Yeah. yeah. Uh ooh, What do you think, Tom? It's Tough though, Mishka and Grishka are great as
1: well. I don't know, just, just put them above, um, uh, yeah, around the same level as Tee-hee. yeah, Maybe
0: above, oh, yeah. but see,
1: He's introduction
0: is quality, and that's the only thing.
1: It's so tough though, because well, so, both... so is so is Goblin's and so is the Twins. Yeah. Goblin's killed...
0: weapon of choice is what I respect the blunderbuss, man. I think, yeah, he's just got to go. Yeah, forward. I think maybe going above because I also like how kind of. You know, in a in a less serious film, they are both very serious. Like, and it's worth mentioning the twins do kill a double O agent. That's pretty. Yeah.
1: That's Being their intro. Another one. And Goblins' yeah. intro is crushing the dice, which is <laughs> <laughs> cool. So yeah, well,
0: yeah, They have an knockoff, but yeah. All right. So what? Anyway, I don't like... now uh, we're going to rank the cars and vehicles. Now I think we have two, or maybe we have so many great vehicles. Okay. The current rankings, number one, Aston Martin DB5, number two, Little Nelly, number three, the Lotus, number four, the Moonraker boat, number five, the Gondola, number six, the Citroen, and number seven, the Moon Buggy. I want to throw in that we have the Mini Plane, we have the Crocodile Submarine, and we have the Tuk Tuk, all of which deserve to be on this list somewhere. I don't know about the Crocodile Submarine. No, that's the best vehicle of all, man. All right, well, I think that's going above the Moonraker boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, like you could travel in style, you know, solo, a bit of a signal. Croc sub going in at fourth. Um, what about the tuk tuks? Oh, that scene is <laughs> so good. What's oh, below man. the Lotus? Uh, the Croc sub and the Moonraker boat. I think the tuk tuk is better than the uh, Croc sub.
1: Yeah. Oh no! Oh, like, no the croc like, sub is great, man. It use, does save you know, the croc
0: subs it. there for five sectors. The 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 buggy, uh, not the buggy, Yeah, you're right. The actually, yeah. Chase you're right, you're is right. so good. You're right. Tuck tuck's going in at fourth. then <laughs> croc subs already dropped fifth. Oh, and so, what about so, the so, plane? Spring-tuk. Tom,
1: mm, I agree.
0: Yep. <laughs> plane Ooh. above the Lotus, maybe. Maybe mm, not above. No, Lotus. no, no, no. I think we're getting a bit carried away now. I think it goes below the tuck tuck. Really? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, maybe. That's sick maybe. man. <laughs> I mean, the plane doesn't really do much apart from just dodge the missile, really. So, yeah. Well,
1: what what else can it do? About? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It's a little Fire bit limited. The that's the only cone, thing. You know? I mean, it's a stunning stunt, obviously. Um. Yeah, the stunt which is definitely. It's just a little bit limited. That's hole. my little qualm with it. So, what do you, what, what would you, Where would you put oh, it? All right, time? okay. I will. I will maybe uh say below the um. I'd maybe even put it below the Moonraker boat, actually.
1: I think it I think you I'd rather have I don't know, I like the jet more than the Lotus, honestly, but nah. yeah.
0: the Lotus has, the Lotus well personally I'd system. have the tuk-tuck first if, if we were going by that thing, but uh, you know. You'd have a tuk-tuk over an Aston D B five. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe not. <laughs> but I don't know. Um all right, I, I mean, this this list play play is play. a bit of a joke anyway. So, I mean, where where, where are we going to put the plane? Just like... Yeah, mini the top plane? I think, And below the Crocs no, sub.
1: <laughs> yeah, there up. you go. This is
0: more iconic. All right, mini plane can go sick then. <laughs> oh, we, we finally got a new M. Um, so, uh, Bernard Lee's number one. Where are we going to put Robert Brown? So, well, I don't think we're going to say he's better than Bernard Lee, are we? Well, I don't think they're a million miles apart, but uh I Yeah, think... I know. But I mean to be fair, their the role is pretty simple. Just play like an old guy <laughs> <who> just tell them <laughs> shut the fuck up half the All right. Okay. So then uh Robert uh Brown is going second below Bernard Lee. Q still obviously Desmond Llewellyn, Money Penny's still Lois Maxwell. We lost our recording here, so unfortunately we've lost a bit of chat, but um we've put uh draco and campbell sorry so for the ally slash felix lighter number one draco and campbell number two tiger tanaka very narrowly vj number three yeah um just because he's great he's so personality it's just like he but tiger's resourcefulness makes him just a little bit pushes him up a bit more yeah and he's got the ninja training school you know vj is like a very cool very charismatic yeah i mean let it not be forgotten there tiger provide a bond with the cigarette gun which uh, as he says can save your life that's right (laughs) vj um he's a sacrificial lamb and unfortunately though his death doesn't really it's kind of it doesn't really like make a difference unfortunately i mean they might as well it's just the emotional stakes isn't it otherwise they could have kept him alive and then he can be part of the base invasion at the end I, end I, i think the fact that you know this is a possible theory you know how like it changes when bond goes to east berlin to like mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe that that's why it's a bit. Turned into a bit more of you know like a pissed off killer you know maybe so, death of vj's affected him you know yep um so vj goes in at third there gadgets we've had the dark gun at number one number two the rolex from live and let die number three the attache case number four the cigarette number five we put the acid pen from this film just above Odd Jobs hats, which I didn't really agree with, but you know, majority. Number seven, Rebreather. Number eight, Wolf PPK. Number nine, The Mousetrap. The theme song, we put all time high at the bottom, as Tom said, yeah, an all time low.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, opening, we had a very passionate discussion where Octopus went third above Moonraker and below Goldfinger and The Spire Love Me. Um, and the Sigma moment. Number one, Goldfinger, I the club. Number two, you missed Mr. Bond. Did I? Uh, Number three, Red Grant. Number four, Blofeld's extortion. Number five, Dr. No. Number six, I need you, James. So does England. Uh, Number seven, Tracy's already a countess. Number eight, Scaramanga. Number nine, Eric. Number 10, Blofeld, prepare my battle submarine. Number 11, David Niven. Number 12, names of a tombstones baby. And number 13, King and Country someone please do some talking for me <laughs> i will have to say like i mean i i know tom will disagree i think i think you'll disagree with me that uh i don't think Goblin's should be the sigma male of this because yeah, the backgammon the scene, backgammon yeah. scene is so good and it's not just the scene i'll nominate i prefer cash <sighs> as like I, a chap off sigma moment man just to fuck fuck over this guy even okay. more. okay
1: yeah. i i actually had my whole different opinion about what should be the sigma moment uh, yeah. so at the end when the I was trying to say it, but um Call for something. on um on the end where he's like preparing to leave uh <laughs> he i think is quite sigma how he has like all the um you know all his like other options available like all the gold certificates on board? Dollars, pounds, francs, marks—I can always print my own. Mm. And then there's another one where he's like, "Um, look, I was bringing you this. We can make millions. And like, I don't know which of those. Uh, that's I, a
2: cope, man. I
1: think I think uh, yeah. dollars, pounds, francs, marks—I like, can always print my own—is like, oh, really it's quite sigma. sigma. Yeah. But
0: the thing is, it's, this is the thing. This is this is the cap on such a sigma scene as well. Like, <laughs> it's not really <laughs> like, sigma. Not only, more no, no, not only has he like just destroyed him and like basically exposed him as a cheater to everyone while like stealing like 200 grand off of him by also cheating he that's just said like, like in mid signing of a check he says you know i prefer cash mm. that's thing. more you know, that's more of an alpha thing money, red boy.
1: i'm sorry but in your like compilation thing you put it as an alpha thing and like inconvenience it's literally later. called
0: roger or sigma grinder but
1: in the actual video you put it as an you you called Roger Moore as an alpha, so... No, no, no. No, no it I, doesn't. It's, I only, call, only sigma call, tips.
0: No, I only called him... Um, what's it called? I called Kamal a beta, but yeah. Roger Moore is being a sigma here. There's no women involved.
1: I don't whereas, know. Like, whereas...
0: whereas there are a lot of sigma males in this film. May also points out your quote yeah. is... Um, it, it's him cowering to a
1: woman. So no, my quote is dollars, pounds, francs, marks. I, 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 I,
0: the- I agree. Some that Kamal Khan is is a sigma male in that moment, but in the rest of the film, he does get dicked over a little bit um, every there now and then by Bond directly, and, and especially gets, he gets in that scene throughout this film as well. So yeah, exactly. So Fox. I think uh, I think I agree with Henry that 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 scene has to has to be, and it has to go very high up as well. Maybe above Red Grant and below you missed Mr Bond. Did I? Mm. Maybe even above you missed Mr Bond. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Like this is just like sort of a game of backgammon. This is like a game of life and death, man. Which Bond just like Sigma's his way out
1: of, man. I don't think these moments are actually <laughs> really that Sigma though. It's more of an Alpha thing. Like he he got yeah, it right. So- this and is like, like flexing with money. This is like, I don't know. Whenever I think of Sigma, I think of someone who just, um, who like decisively just focuses on the goal that they're focusing on, rather than like trying to trying to like I don't know, do any social displays of like. No, this but, or like, that. but like, but when it's...
0: I think of a Sigma moment, I I'm the music is literally playing in my head for so the scene. So. That's what decides it for me. Yeah, as well. I mean, I thought you were, I thought you were referencing um uh, like. Like the, like the most Sigma moment by definition in this is like Bond, you know, turning down the wound by saying, you know, like, oh James, I need you, and he says, so does England and then the yeah. leaves, you know No, 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 the most Sigma moment is what we have is number one, is Goldfinger I own the club And that's a flex, you know, <laughs> like brilliant Bond is um, f- like flexing and humiliating this guy, like Where like, does this like, backgammon scene go? I mean second or third? Uh, what's, what's second and third, sorry? Um, you missed Mr. Bond, didn't I? And then Red Grant is third. I think this has to go second.
1: Tom? Well, it's not even the moment I would have picked, so I don't know. Like, don't know, know, This is I... also
0: going on behalf of all the Sigma content in this film as well. Yeah, this is a very Sigma film. So mm, I don't know. Well, fact, we... like, Keep Keep in mind, this is how Octopus is a Sigma. I, I'm, I'm on the fence, by the way, Tom, so I'll, I'll go with whatever you say, really. Obviously, uh, at the end of the day is going very hard on the sigma list. Like we all know this. I think. Mm, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what, does it go above or below? You missed, Mister Bond. Did I? <laughs> um. I
1: th- I think. We'll, um. Uh, I don't know. I think this, maybe this s-
0: involves money. Just saying. <sighs> yeah, maybe Not it does funny. go second, actually. And just yeah, like put, uh, it, put, it, put it second. There's so much in it. Like. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Gone in i'll just put backgammon there we go why don't you just and, say I uh, prefer the, actual, cash. the actual quote would be like you know i prefer cash i think i'm not typing out the whole quote man right. right now the film number one on the Majesty secret service number two goldfinger number three moonraker number four the spy love me number five you only live twice number six the man with the golden gun number seven live and let die number eight Doctor and number nine From rush with love Number 10, Thunderbolt. Number 11, Fiori's only. Number 12, Diamonds Are Forever. Number 13, Casino Royale. What are we saying for Pussy? Buff Moonraker? Tom?
1: Um,
0: I mean, this is your favourite Bond film, so. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah uh, you, you wouldn't think so after, But, like... um. What was I gonna say? Um, I think I'll go out on a limb and say it's number two, because this film is like—I had so many other notes I want to say during this, but like, obviously. Well, this is your of...
0: chance. Like, say what you want to say now.
1: Well, you why, why of... would
0: you put this above Goldfinger? That's yeah, what... pitch this to us, man.
1: I don't have the energy. Um, Trust me, to Yeah. Uh. Um.
0: I, I mean, yeah. I would put it. I mean, I can't. You
1: put the out of the go- you the, the 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 rankings are messed up enough as it well, is.
0: Well, like. we'll we're we're going to have to do like a you know a recap episode at the very end. So
1: we've all done our own rankings anyway, so yeah, exactly. You know,
0: your justice will be served. Don't worry. Um, but I think for this, yeah, I, I, I think Octopusy goes third as well, below what? Uh, below Goldfinger and above Moonraker. And what's? Oh yeah, yeah. No. So yeah, that's fair. Although, I mean, pff, I would happily go to the desert island with a DVD of Octopussy. I would have no complaints with that, to be honest. Um, yes, yeah, so we're contractually obliged to mention the desert island every time now.
1: Well, I background. mean, that's
0: that, that is my measuring stick at the end of the day. So you know,
1: well, I, think I would I would my... not
0: complain being sent to you know, like I say, like whatever with just Oxpus, if that's the, the only bond film North i could North ever watch i'd be more than happy with that but i'd be happy with moonraker or goldfinger or, or an emergency service these are all elite bond films so yeah.
1: i yeah i think Octopus I like does
0: that. go third this, this is part. much to the uh yeah against i'm pretty sure this is the race is one of the lowest films uh in in the bond series in terms of uh, if you look on imdb i think oh, that's a disgrace man yeah i know it's, it's such a joke man just literally just purely all bonds in a clown outfit, like fuck! Huh. you didn't even watch in the film. Yeah. So third below Goldfinger, above main I think that's pretty, pretty fair. Right. Wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that concludes our episode. So, uh, unless we have any final thoughts, Tom, Take right, your oh. silence is complete and total agreement with everything that's been said. <laughs> okay. So, uh, other than that, Henry, um, unfortunately, we're back with uh, "Never Say Never Again" tomorrow uh, next week. So, yeah, that's, uh, never, yeah, never see it again. More, like. I it's honestly... gonna be actually. It's only I've only seen it once. What I like is that Rowan Atkinson's randomly in it. That will keep yeah, me going. Yeah, true. Half, halfway through the film, yeah, you can still see him. Rowan Atkinson oh, being man. the highlight oh. of Bond's film. No. Anyway. <laughs> um, so that's it. So we'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for thanks for listening. Oh yeah, same bat time, same bat channel.